This is Kate Beckinsale. You're listening to Beckinsale. It's Beckinsale. It's Beckinsale. It's Beckinsale. It's true. In season four, you expected more than a cheesy intro song. But I'm sad to say you're wrong. <laughs> Uh, should I clap for that? I yes, know. you should clap. <laughs> that was I, my James Blunt impersonation. I love your falsetto, Joel. <laughs> it's not even falsetto. The way he does it is you're, this weird goat-like singing. And you're so... You're beautiful. You're beautiful. It's true. It's true. Anyway. Oh, well, make- <laughs> Jake's like, stop Welcome it. Welcome to Big Summer. I'm Joel. I'm Ken. And Jacob. And thank you for listening to Bacon Sale, especially when we do intros like that. That was a beautiful intro. Well, it, let's hear it again. A whole thing. It's Bacon Sale. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, we, we thank you for listening to Bacon Sale. We always love to hear the listener out there and the feedback that we get from the listener. Absolutely. With our guilty pleasures, for example. I yeah, a show that we thought was B-level quality. <laughs> we got some good listens. We got some great feedback on that a one. A lot of people gave their guilty pleasures, and I don't feel as guilty anymore. No. And Dave, who you called out. Uh, for Starship Troopers. Bravely stood forth against you and said, no, this is a good movie. He basically rescinded on any sort of sleepover invite I was going to have him come <laughs> with. So, well, count it. Count yourself unless lucky, Dave. We're going to watch every Final Destination movie. No. Joel, please. Oh, that would be a dark day. My <laughs> countenance would be so dark after that. I know. That. I can't wait. <laughs> um, but also, it's just funny because then some people offered up their guilty pleasures. I was like, yes, that one. They started stealing my honorable mentions that I was saving for if we do another guilty pleasure oh, show. Looks and I was like, like we can never do it. Stop. And there were some people who had no idea what a guilty pleasure was. And they're like, I like the dark night. <laughs> Come at me, bro. <laughs> I'm like, that's not a guilty. It's just one of the greatest films ever made. <laughs> I just want to say to you two right now. Yes. We're on a roll. I think season four is just starting off with a bang. It's the new digs. Is it the new digs? Maybe it was the explosion. The yeah, when we were digging out this place. The oh, bang, okay. You know? yeah. Oh, yeah. I yeah. get it. <laughs> but no, I really like where the show is headed, and we have some really great shows coming up. We do. That's what we call a tease. Speaking of You're teasing, such a tease. I know. Speaking of teasing, what are we talking about today, Jacob? I have no idea. You guys wouldn't tell me. <laughs> um, uh, we you said it was no, a tease. Uh, we told you. You just didn't see it because the desktop wouldn't wouldn't load. No, that's what it was. That's what it was. Today, guys, it's finally time to talk about love songs. Love songs. Love songs with the love doctor. Yep. And uh, we have a category show for you, folks. Yeah. Seeing as how it's a how many categories do you have, Joel? Twenty. Twenty three. Twenty three. Twenty three categories, and, uh, and all about love songs. Because you know, just love is in the air right now. You know, it's just oh, that come time. Come on, man. If, if I could sing, I really stop. love is in the air. Nice I can it. see it in your eyes. There's going to be so much. No, it's going to be the, the faster version. The love is in the air. You know, fast. What? How, how does that one go? I have no idea what you're talking and about. Can you feel <laughs> love in the air? Oh, yeah, that's what I meant. That was yeah. it the whole time. Okay. No, but we're going to be talking about a number of different categories, as Jacob said. We came up with 23 options, and we 23 for some reason. <laughs> Michael Jordan. Works. It was Michael Jordan. Haven't you ever oh. heard the? No, haven't you ever heard of the the, the number twenty three? Yeah, the, like how it's the Jim occurs. Carrey movie. It was well, great. That, that was based off this phenomenon. The, the, the number twenty three appears everywhere. Like you just start finding it in places. Is that true? I've actually seen it. It's weird. Like I have a friend that every time the she, movie he's talking. I'm worried about, about him. Honestly. No, anytime, anytime the number twenty three comes up, I had this uh, former supervisor of mine. She just go twenty three. Unsurprising. 
And so now she, every time I see 23, it says I wish in my you didn't head, say, I'm not going to sleep tonight now. Just notice. T- just think of Jim Carrey's face. It appears oh, everywhere. Yep. <laughs> like, like a baby. It's over now. He's but like, we boy, came, got Facebook. We came up with 23 categories and then we came up with so much more. Yeah. But we decided to narrow it down to keep this to a, a fast clip show. Wise move. I mean, let's be honest. If There's this one picks up, like the Sugar Cereal Show, we're going to do a sequel. Yeah, but probably in not a year. until another lovey time. Yeah. Oh, we'll see. Lovey time. But uh, yeah, I need so some this is time. a lot of content, though, right? <laughs> I mean, love songs. I mean, that, there's we're talking so to, many out there. Yeah. I mean, this is I have, encyclopedia full of these. Things. And it hurt, Jacob. When I, when I love so I made, hurts. I mean, yeah, love hurts. Uh, yeah. That, that joke love needed to be said. Kid. Proud of you. But when I created my list, there were so many that I wanted to include in a category because we made a couple rules. Uh, first of all, we gave we said no honorable mentions. Right. You can't do honorable mentions because that takes up too much time. And then also, uh, did you repeat any? Because that was... No, I didn't repeat an artist or a song. Good. Yeah. Wow. I, I may have repeated proud an of artist, me? maybe. Oh, you're breaking the rules over there. No, I, I see. no, there's no repeats of songs. So we couldn't use Love Hurts, you know, for two or three categories. It has to be for one category. So it, even with that, even with include, including 23 different songs, there were still so many that I was like, I want to include that, but there's no place for it. And if I put it on, I'll have to kick out this other one. It hurt, Jacob. Okay. Sorry so, for your pain. Thank you. <laughs> I think you. I think you need to go talk to Dr. Matt right now. I mean, you're coming up. You're really having a hard time with this. Guys, I think we need to get started. What do you think? Let's get Let's started. Let's get it started. Is that a love song? It, it could be. All right. Mm. I'm not sure, sure for who. What are their intentions, really? Yeah. <laughs> not good. <laughs> they just want to dance. All right. The very first category, gentlemen, is... The love song that reminds you of junior high dances. So this is going to give you an example of what this show is going to be like, everybody. <laughs> it's actually a good one to open with. Yeah. It is. Well, it's just, it, you know, junior high. It's a time of like... There's probably better ones to open how with. How were so. you guys in junior high? How how old was I? No, how were you? Were you awkward? I was good. How are you doing? Were you awkward? <laughs> were you popular? Did I, you lead the YMCA? I definitely did the YMCA in junior high. Absolutely. I was, I was girl crazy in junior high. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, I was a big flirt. Did you have the butt cut in junior high? Oh, totally, yes. Yes, I did. Yeah, so did I. Yeah. But I was I was um, afraid of women. Afraid of girls, I should say, and women. Really? Uh, yeah, I, I was kind of a wallflower. Mm-hmm. It was one of those things where I would talk to a buddy, and I'd be like, I really like her, but I, I'm too afraid to ask. And he's like, if I ask a girl to dance, you have to ask her to dance. And so once <laughs> he did that, I'd feel like obligated to do it. Yeah. And the song that usually played when I did this... Lady in Red. I mean, this one came out way before I was in junior high, but it is the song that reminds me of junior high. I don't know why. It, it, maybe this was played like day one when this was released. When did it come out? So this one came out like 89? 1987. You're so old. <laughs> I'm old? <laughs> you saw no. that in junior high? No, it just, but they played this and I, I wonder if they still play this in junior high. I'm yeah, sure they do. through the 90s. Yeah, they probably I'm sure do they still. play it nowadays yeah. too. Lady in Red, that's pretty classic. Yeah. Yeah. So this one is written by Chris DeBerg, written and performed by Chris DeBerg. And it's the Lady in Red. Do you like how I'm pausing? <laughs> just letting it sit there. Is dancing with... I mean, this is such a, high, a junior high dance one because dancing with me cheek to cheek, there's nobody here. It's just you and me. And when I was feeling like sweaty in junior high and I'm touching a girl like four feet with your arms straight out, wingspan. Exactly. And rocking back and forth. Awkwardly rocking as you're and, doing And the lights circles. are kind of off, but there's like a purple and blue light somewhere in the distance. Yep. You feel like it is just you and her. Yeah. And there, it's, it's where I want to be. But I hardly know this beauty by my side. I'll never forget the way you look tonight. So for all those 
girls in junior high that I danced with once and never talked to me again. <laughs> no, that's actually what I you. was thinking when I was in junior high doing that. was like, this song seems pretty dramatic for what's actually going on right now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's like, it's, well, but, it's pretty much the furthest thing from my experience. But it's know? amazing how much your brain will be like, this is an amazing moment. There was so much in love. And then the next yeah. song comes on. You're like, see ya. <laughs> yeah, the next song was like uh, the electric slide after that one. I'm like, well, I'm already sweating. I might as well do the electric slide. <laughs> yeah. All right, Joel. So Joel, what was yours? Uh, I actually have a very vivid memory of one of my first dances ever. I remember it was in the middle of school or right after. It, but I know we were in class and then we got excused. And all the boys and all the girls rushed. This is junior high. We all rushed to the bathrooms. And the girls were all you know primping and, and getting ready. And the boys were just like basically showering cologne. And then we went to the dance, and I walked like, in the doors, okay. and I remember this song playing very distinctly. Yes! I didn't recognize this yet. This is UB40's cover of Elvis Presley's Can't Help Falling in Love. Did you go to high school or junior high on the west side? <laughs> but oh, this one, that explains it. Okay. This one, oh, I remember just feeling that booming bass as this one came in. And this was one of those songs that was like, oh, yeah, I'm grooving. Like this reggae beat. Very romantic. It's romantic. <laughs> take my hand. Take my whole reggae life too. romantic. For I can't help falling in love with you. Now, a lot of people hated this song. It's a great song. You have Elvis's rendition, which yeah. is a classic. And then you have this one. Which is a very different style. You're very islandy. Very much. My sister hated this one. She hated this cover. We we were at odds about that because I thought <laughs> it was a sibling yet? rivalry. We yeah. haven't talked since. <laughs> Seems <laughs> Over about right. <laughs> but and actually, I found out that Elvis didn't even originally write the music for this. It was uh, it was actually based on a French song called Plaisir d'Amour, and they just took the tune and turned it into his song. Hmm. It's also funny to me that two uh, UB40s two of their biggest hits are Red Red Wine, which is a cover. Yeah. And Can't Help Home With You, which is a cover. And they were a decade apart. It was 83 and 93 when they had these hits. I'm starting but, to think these guys weren't very talented. But have you heard those two songs and yeah. only those two songs? That's basically it. But yeah, the I Can't Help Fall In Love With You really is one of my... I was my, expecting like Casey and Jojo or something, you know? So I, I That's actually, way later. Is it? Yeah. For me. Yeah. So I, that song actually came in 1997. Just so you know. Casey and Jojo did? Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't realize <laughs> it was that late. <laughs> All right. Next category. What is the most overplayed love song? Let's just jump right into it. Because if you were in a car in the 90s, you could not, in the late 90s, you could not escape this song. I feel like we chose the same thing. How could you not? Maybe. Three, two, no. one. Wait. Speed Racer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's Speed Racer, right? No, actually, I, it was this, Kent. It was every. Oh my gosh, it was everywhere. It was, it, this this song, this is Truly Madly Deeply by Savage Garden, came out in 1987. That's not what I was expecting though, by the way. But this was on, this this broke records for how long it was on the chart. It peaked at number one for two weeks in January 1998 and lingered for a full year on the chart. It was on the charts for over a year and it just kept getting played and played and played. Can I award winners in this? Sure, if you want to. I think Kent's going to win this one. <laughs> that, Never no, mind. No, that's song, You're gone. That song you could not get away from it, though. It was overplayed to the point where, because I like yeah. Savage Garden. Like, I, I liked a lot of their songs, and this one would I just never liked him. Stop and so that playing. song made it even worse. No, that <laughs> album was actually pretty good, which made it difficult to like because of the song. Yeah. yeah it was hard. I yeah. disagree. And it's uh, all to the moon and back? 
like, I, like, I like this movie. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a good one. Yeah, that's like, a really good one. I want you. I love that one. That's actually one of my favorite Cola. I hate that song so much. But Kent, you'll have to actually have to ask Randy about his memory of that song because it's quite an. I can't talk to him anymore. He, I am. Yeah, that. But it's not one I can share on the air. Okay. <laughs> ask about that but truly madly deeply truly truly madly deeply you could not get away from this song you really couldn't you couldn't get away from it except for when this song came on which overwhelmed the late 90s <laughs> here, I can't believe you guys didn't both pick that one yeah I'm surprised you didn't pick this one Joel that's what I was another expecting. category Oh, I see. <laughs> so this one was all over TV. It was all over car radio. This one was, you'd go Same year, too, anywhere. 97. Was it 90? So 97, it was, wasn't it? Well, plus anywhere they're advertising yeah. the movie, you know, like, which was huge, too. Yeah, yeah. any trailer. The movie was huge. It made yeah. $2 billion. Yeah. And you couldn't get away from this. Everyone had this soundtrack, whereas I don't think everyone had Savage Garden. And no. And then... Right after, both of these CDs went right back to Greywell in the UCD section. <laughs> Thank goodness. But this song, you can't escape it. I never liked it because it destroyed the box for me. The box music TV. It's always on. I just could not take it. So powerful, though. Is it powerful? Celine's vocals. So powerful. <laughs> I mean, if you <laughs> hadn't heard it a billion times, you're like, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, and I don't want to but... talk more about it because we've heard so much about that song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. We've talked about like, it on the show uh, before on, on a soundtrack and feels. Yes, we have. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'll just skip right on ahead. All right, fellas. What's the, we're going to go by decade right now. What's the best love song of the 80s? A bold, I, ooh, a bold, a bold category. I think, Kent? 80, yeah, I would like to go first. And this one was maybe the hardest pick I made on There's this There's so list. many good love songs from the 80s. There are. Because I will say that most of the movie themes from the 80s were love songs, and they were fantastic. Yeah, there are so many. So many and I had ones. picked one until... Oh, it was the stalker one. I picked one until today. And then today I went with this one because... Just, I just want to keep guessing. Yeah, I know you want to keep guessing because there's better songs than this. But this one today, I said, yeah, that's maybe the right pick. And I know it's not, but I'm going with. In your eyes, Peter Gabriel. That's actually a good song, though. Right? It's, and that's why I picked this because yeah. I, I wanted to go favorite. And I know we it's best, but I was like favorite because I had picked another song, which I may say for another show, which is quintessential to a great movie in the 80s. <laughs> and Joel knows what I'm talking no, about. I'm just, I'm just realizing we're going to have a lot of back and forth where we choose same songs for different categories. Okay, But in Let's your eyes, this this one for me, it's the boombox. It oh, made yeah. Say Anything a good movie because Say Anything has some weird stuff in it. But it's weird this is, stuff. It's yeah. a great movie. It's a great movie, but it, there are better John Cusack movies, but it's hard to think of a better name image. two better John Cusack movies. Uh, better Off Dead, High Fidelity, Gross Point Blank. Only Better Off Dead and Say Anything. They're the tops in my opinion. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. We should do a John Cusack show. Oh, we, we may. <laughs> so this, this song though, it, it has a lot of emotion and yeah, it may, in, in my mind, it may be passed up by another one, but I had to go with this one. Mm. And this was one of my hardest categories. It is. This, this, is, a, this is a tough category. Honestly, though, Kent, that's a good choice. It's a really good choice. Thank you. Jacob Thank you, Judge. Stamp. We'll see. Well, right, in yeah, mine, because we'll that's the thing is there's so many, good, so many good songs of the, 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 the 1980s. But this one, to me, this, this even surpasses the 80s. Like, this is just one of the greatest romantic songs of all time. Wow. But it happened to be released in the 80s. Love it. Man. I don't think I've heard this one. (laughs) (laughs) So, oh man, I love that bass line so much. With or Without You by U2 really is one of those songs. I'm so mad you picked this one. (laughs) 
Why are you mad? Why are you mad? It's a better choice. <laughs> but no, no, it's, Peter Gabriel but it's, in your eyes. But it's not quite yeah. a love song. But go out, ahead. Well, no, that's the thing. This came out in 1987. And uh, exactly right, Kent. When you look at it, the whole premise of with or without you, like I can't live with or without you, this is more about the pain of love. Yes. And in fact, Bono wrote it about uh, his c- conflict between celebrity life and family life. And that's kind of what it's all about. Really? Okay. Yeah. But to me, and this is something you're going to learn very quickly. There are two types of people in this world. There's music people and there's lyrics people. I'm a music person. Like, it's all about the mood that the music is creating. As am I. And I don't really pay as much attention to the lyrics. Which is why you like Eminem. <laughs> yeah. But my wife, like, I'll, I'll love, like, a song like this or, like, electronic synth. I love that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, there was one song. Um, I, I don't know why I'm going to tell this story. But there was a song called Doot Doot by Frewer. Oh, of course. Doot Doot by Frewer. I thought the music was just fantastic and it just sounded so romantic. And me and my buddy Phil were, we were on a hot tub date with some girls. And I put it on in the background on the tape I had or the CD. I don't remember what it was. And he was like, what is this song? And I'm like, it's a Doot Doot. He's like, the lyrics are terrible. Because literally the lyrics are like, and I go Doot. Doot Doot. Boo. And that's really the lyrics. But to me, you also a, love having a Roni too. So that's, <laughs> that makes sense. But my wife, sure. my wife, she's on the lyric side. Like that's why she loves dashboard confessional. Cause it's like, he's uh, singing poetry. Whereas to me, it's just a guy whining with a guitar. Screaming infidelities! <laughs> <laughs> but I understand that she's more lyrics. And so when I yeah. show her, I showed her a lot of these songs and with or without you is one of those ones that it's more about the mood it creates than the actual. That's lyrics. why she likes cutting crows. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And there's such an epic feel to that song. Oh yeah, and this one, this one was a huge. Screaming infidelity. They had no, <laughs> yeah. no, 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 no. With no. or without you by YouTube, they had so many issues getting this the right way. Like they could not get it to sound right, and then they actually got a new sort of instrument. That was, like they called it an infinity guitar or something like that. that sounds awesome. Where they could do that bass line and mm. get it to work, and it became so iconic. Like that is what well, that is YouTube's probably most recognizable song. And Could I remember be. it was actually the, the theme uh, for our prom my senior year. And they had a, they, they did the theme in the assembly. And I remember it was so awkward because I remember the one kid being like, I'm going to go to the prom with or without you. Yeah. Oh, no. And I was like, dude, that was bad. But but then the people didn't go to prom. They went without. <laughs> That's sad. That but sad. this song, just the beat and the, the high notes that go along with it sets the mood so perfectly. It is it's not just best 80s. This is like kind of an overall it's surpassed the 80s. It's just kind of this eternal love song. Yeah, I'll give this one a tie. Although I really want to ask about some other artists and songs really wait, badly. Wait till the but end. I'm going to have to wait. We have yeah. so many of the same I'm songs. Be like, but what about like, although I feel pretty yeah, sure there's some you probably don't take my breath away on that one, though. <laughs> All right. All right, and next category is uh, Kent's favorite one on here, Best Country Love Song. Now, Kent put this on here. I did. And I understand why. I understand why, but you don't like country. I don't like country, and I don't know much country. So, yeah, but I like, know so why. that half of their songs are about love. Because he likes Keith Urban, that's why. Um, a quarter about beer, mm-hmm. and the other quarter about beer and love. <laughs> that's about right. <laughs> and so I don't really know much, but I'm curious you to... don't know how much... <laughs> <laughs> But no, I know I love you. That may be all I need to know. <laughs> hey, hey. Let's just, end the, boop. Let's just boop. end the show right now. <laughs> so, Joel, I want to hear your pick yes. because I think you have a more... I don't think country is your genre, but I think no. you have a more extensive knowledge. I, my, my my knowledge of country primarily comes from the 90s country artists. Like, if you, if you ask me about, like... Tim McGraw. No, like Garth Brooks okay. and uh, Alan Jackson and Randy Travis, like those kind of 90s guys. That I was listening to all that types of music. You were? For yes. fun? 
Yeah, I oh. like I like that <laughs> for fun. <laughs> well, uh, and like there were, when you there were, were a bad, couple Garth Brooks ones I could have picked. Yeah. But Jake, what about you? Were you a country guy? I, I listened to Garth Brooks as a kid. Yeah, and then uh, and then uh, once. I, why did I do that? <laughs> I don't know why you did that. <laughs> you did it. I wasn't even thinking. But yeah, I listened to some other country at the time, thinking, oh, maybe this is cool. And then I was like, it's actually not actually that that cool. And then I got I was out of it pretty quick. Okay. So. Yeah. So I went through a phase, but this song. When I listen to this song, I'm back in the classic skating rink. Yes. Go doing the couples skate with uh, Stacy Stinker. <laughs> Stacy Stinker? Can we name her sh- name her on the show? Uh, I just did. Stacy Stinker? Is that what he Stanger. said? Stinger. I bet they called her Stinker. I bet they but, did. But uh, it was this one. It's your love. I have heard this one. Still there's something to me. This is it's Tim McGraw right in yeah. Faith Hill. It's your love. Released May 12, 1987. Here we go right here. And if you wonder about the spell I'm under, don't. Finger it's movie. your love. <laughs> uh, I'm so not this, sure that makes sense, though. This song, uh, this is you know Tim and his wife Faith, and they're singing this song to each other. It's it really is a powerful, a powerful song between uh, the two of them, and I feel like this one is, it, it's one of the only Tim McGraw songs I know. And I know a couple of Faith Hill songs, but this is my favorite. And the fact that they came together and did this, I just think this song's great. And I think it's a great love song because it really is, I don't know, something about the, the husband and wife singing to each other. Can, go, so get, go, get, go get him a napkin. And she, was actually, get seriously. she was actually pregnant in the music video with a baby. And so it's like, oh, really? it's, yeah, I bet she could barely breathe. Thought it was with a baby. I can barely breathe. Uh, dude, I have a question for you. Did people actually listen to that for like enjoyment's sake, though? Like, was that yes. a song that people craved to hear, or they hear yes. once? Like, it's the romantic Ooh. types. They want to hear it, you know. Oh, that one's great. Because yeah. I was not a romantic type. You're gonna find this out throughout the show. Oh crap! What's your country love song? So the country love song I wanted. I, I was going for a few different classic classic country artists because I don't know Tim McGraw really, and I could go and listen and be like, oh, that one has nice lyrics. Is but it I, Thunder Rolls? I had to go. Thunder Rolls are good. Or Wild Horses? Is that a song? Yes, probably. Yeah, that's a song <laughs> for yeah. sure. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I know that one. But I went with the most beautiful country love song. Like, seriously? Beautiful? I'm not sure what he's going to do. Beautiful. I wonder what he's going to go with here. Yeah. You fill up my senses. Oh, John Thunder. Yeah, classic. Okay. Okay. Like a knight in a forest. Can't you win this round? Absolutely. Any John Denver, song. that was like pulling out like a wild card. Like, I haven't I won a round that yet, coming. I'm pretty sure. I, I got a tie. Yeah, a tie. Yeah, you got a tie. Yeah. But it's, I won the country round. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Jake. I'll pay you later. Jacob's <laughs> agreeing with Kent? What? I mean, just listen to this. Can I admit something? Yeah. John Denver was kind of ruined for me uh, because of Monty Python. Oh, okay. And I'm not going to go into the details, but just every time I hear the song, I think of the Monty Python version, and it makes me laugh. Do you know the, the story behind this song? No, I don't actually. So this one came out in 1974. So he was just having a really big fight with his wife. And so he's like, you know what? I'm out of here. And he's a big woodsy guy. So he goes up and he goes skiing. And he's like, I just want to get away from her. I need to go skiing. And he goes down this run and it was really tough for him. And he got on the ski lift and he goes, you know what? Life is really hard. Being married is really hard. But man, look at this. Look at nature. And, I, and then he thought about his wife. And in 10 and a half minutes, he wrote this song. On the ski lift. Yeah, on the ski lift. Wow. Any song in 10 and a half minutes. Wow. Isn't that awesome? It That's is. pretty good. Yeah. And just so just the beauty of the lyrics, because it really is kind of, it's really nature-y. But at the same time, like it's John Denver and it's, it's his greatest song, I feel. Come at me, bros. Mm. <laughs> no? no? Oh, you, have I you taken it back? Choice. Well, I'm not taking that back, but best song, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. All right. What's next, Jacob? Just because he has some really good ones. That's all. 
Uh, next is uh, we're going to upgrade from junior high to high school. What's the song that reminds you of high school dances? High school was an upgrade for me for sure because yeah, I you were went, taller. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's true. I wasn't taller until the summer after my sophomore year, but I was more confident okay. for some reason. And I stopped being a wallflower and I start, started becoming more apathetic to what people thought about me. And so I was more brave at not just not dances, but stomps. Remember yeah. Stumps oh, back I remember in the day? Stumps. Oh, yeah. when you don't have a date. Exactly. No date. You go with your buddies and you fool around. <laughs> you know what I mean. Family friendly? You cause mischief. Kids. You cause We've mischief. We've talked about this. <laughs> I had girl buddies. <laughs> uh, or or going... Know, we know. We know. There's, there's no way to save this. So I'm going to start with my song. For high school. For high school. There it is. <laughs> 1997. <laughs> I love this one because the first part of the song is, girl, you are close to me. You're like my mother. Girl, you're like close to me. You're like my father. Close to me. You're like my sister. Close to me. You're like my brother. They just That's don't That's not really stop. romantic. I just, I love. I used to always say that in the I love you like too. my father. No, that was always my small talk when it was the thing. It was like, these lyrics are kind of weird, right? Because well, yeah. I always used to go, uh, and my uncle Petey's doggy, you know, and I used to just yeah. add all these relatives. I did, I did the close to me, you're like my uncle. Close to me, you're like my cousin. Close to me, you're like my second cousin. <laughs> like <laughs> once removed. So this was this one was on the chart for thirty five weeks. Jeez. This one, okay, this one is one where I feel like they kind of ruined the song at the beginning because it starts off with that beautiful kind of symphonic kind of thing, yes. and it goes, and I'm like, yeah. Ugh. And then it gets into the piano, which is good again. Yes. They just pulled out that baby, baby, baby part. I think that's the radio edit, actually, or they don't have that. Really? Yeah, on the radio. I think we just go straight to the piano. Oh. Did they ever have another song? Do we know? This, this is on my wedding video. Oh, yeah? Ooh, is it? I mean, yay, that's nice. <laughs> you you jerk. <laughs> this is your pick. Uh, yeah, it reminds me of high school. Wasn't the best time either. <laughs> but apparently, Joel's wedding was. It was. So, yay, good good song choice for your wedding, Joel. All right, Joel, let's hear oh, yours. Crap. I what? Just, I just thought of one I, I didn't put on my list that I would have put on there. I got to put a that on the missions again. Or no, song. no, a song oh. I should have put on there in one, in one category. All right. What's your high school one? My high school one. Once we, again, Joel is still girl crazy in high school, right? Oh, yes, definitely. I, but uh, this one right here. Lady <laughs> so, I thought you were joking at first. No. <laughs> this one is, is really mine because uh, my first prom uh, was with my girlfriend at the time, uh, Katie Coldwin. And, what uh, year was this? Junior year. This Senior is year? This sophomore year. Oh, you went to prom sophomore year. I was a uh, I was a March baby, so you know I got to go to prom. What lucky! But uh, lucky my... you got to spend so much money on a sophomore prom. <laughs> yeah, I did. We almost got in a car accident too. It was scary. <laughs> but is <laughs> a fisherman? No. Did you accidentally kill him, and then he came back. <laughs> no, I didn't. Anyways, he go ahead. He did last summer. But my date actually wore a red dress, and this song came on, and so this is totally like, high this school is for magic. me. Also, I had a move. In this song, the claw? No, <laughs> the creepy. You know, pinky. it's like you know, Tell the lady in reds dancing with me cheek to cheek. I'd spin the lady around, then I'd spin around, and I'd, like we'd rub butts, and I'd be like, <laughs> that'd be the little jokey thing. I'm like, ha ha, the cheek to cheek. Yeah, I'd be like cheek to cheek, and they'd laugh Hold on. every Family time. Family friendly Hold joke. <laughs> rub butts. <laughs> I'm using that. He's, no, but it was like a note. Yeah. And they, okay. they like, like Next this time is when, high school dance. That's what know, he's using. You guys know you couldn't get too <laughs> serious, right? Yeah. Oh God, kids. The jinx said it. I know, but I just, but I can't. I can see you doing it. No. No. 
how did I get brought into this? <laughs> but this was like, you know, you make the girl laugh. And I know you did this too. You make them laugh during the song by making funny lyrics or doing silly stuff. Yeah. And like I, I either the I'd spin around and do the, do the butt thing or I would uh, do the cheek to cheek like a French. Like, yeah. You know, the shocking. Do you sides. have any girls like slap you or anything when you well, did that? No, these, I wouldn't do it to a random girl in the street. These would be like my friends. and I'd be making them laugh the whole time. I'm, like I said, I was the class con. I was a goof off. So I didn't want to take the song too seriously. So that became something I did. Isn't it but. funny, though, like for a joke, you know, because I'd be doing the side to side, like really like robotic. And then all of a sudden I'd be like, I'd get like yeah, all into it and all romantic. Moves, yeah. And then the girl would be like, ha ha ha. And I'm like, yeah, I'm sweating. <laughs> I'm just nervous. And I hope sweating that was funny. Sweating theme, I think, with you. I, I sweat when I'm nervous <laughs> around We've women. already talked about Lady in Red a lot, but I really do think it's, a, it's an amazingly romantic song. But, and, oh yeah, I'd also forget my other move was at the end. You know how he whispers? I'd always lean in and whisper it in there and he goes, I love you. What? Yeah, you were in high school. What? But no, but that, that's what I'm saying. This you was, said I love you at the end of the song. Yes, because it was all the. It and was, they're like, um, uh, no, I don't no, know no, how no. I'm supposed to respond. Guys, Thanks. This isn't like I was doing it seriously. This was all like we were goofing around the whole song, and I'd be like, getting there and be like, I love you, kind of like that, like goofy. And then like, I love you too, and you're like, I said olive juice. I said olive juice. <laughs> uh, but no, it was it was just that kind of you know goofing around thing because you can't take the song too seriously, otherwise they're gonna think you're in love with them. So it was like, haha, I'm having fun, but I love you. <laughs> A very interesting <laughs> adolescent hood, Joel. Yeah. Look who's talking. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, I haven't brought up mine up, though. So it's, uh, you know, hidden. And plus, I never said, let's rub butt cheeks. <laughs> oh, I never, I never said it. Mother, it was like, please put on that red dress again. <laughs> That's just weird. Yeah, but I can see you doing it. You put me in high school again. Uh, <laughs> all right, here's the next one. Uh, What's the love song that isn't really a love song? I think we should agree with them on this one, Ken. We're I'm going sure. to agree. Because it's this one. Is this the one you picked? 1983. Every Breath You Take by the Police. Now, just some of the lyrics I'll get into here. Hell, every, let's, let's take turns. All right. Every move you make. Every bond you break. Every smile you fake. Every step you take. I'll be watching you. Every single day. Every possible way. Every game you play. I'll be watching you. <laughs> now, if that doesn't creep you out a little bit, because, man, the baseline in this is great. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Can always says that to me. That's a little weird. But this one actually is, by Sting's admission, not a romantic song. In fact, I remember he, he told a story about how this couple came up to him and was like, we love every breath you take. We played it at our wedding. And he, and he says, well, good luck. Because <laughs> this is not a, a love song. He wrote this um, because he was having, oh, can't remind me exactly what it was. Because it was he was married, but he had an affair. But this is the one where he has his separation from Francis Tumulty and his beginning of his relationship with Trudy Styler. And apparently the affair was widely condemned. So he actually, Sting, left England and went to the Caribbean to kind of get away from it all. And that's where he wrote this song. And it was a bitter song. And like, if you watch the music video, he does not look like he's in a romantic mood. He looks like he's going to kill you. Yeah. And so this song, it's just people. It's the stalker song. It totally is the stalker song. Yeah. And I think it's just funny how it's, and I am a music guy, so this sounds really romantic. But when you get into the lyrics, He's no good. And it's a great song, too. It but once again, song. we never really paid attention to the lyrics until now. Yeah. Well, it was always good for commentary when you're at a dance or something, right? Because it's like, this song doesn't seem right, does it? Yeah. <laughs> and then Joel's over there. I love you. <laughs> Every step you take, I'll be watching you. <laughs> uh, all right. Next love song is about the one that got away. 
And Ken, you could start this one since we tied yeah. one. We had the same one in the last one. If Can I we may. high five for that, by the way? Let's high five. Do we high five still? Yeah. I thought you just finger Okay. Well, <laughs> well, we do all. We do all those. We're going to come up with some sort of okay. fusion for that. We're, we're going to be rubbing butt cheeks here to say. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it's not, yeah. even, it's not even that and late. And you're going to say, I love you. <laughs> I love you. Oh, man, this show's got weird. <laughs> <laughs> just now. So I'm let me. You, junior high, high school, crazy time. Let me tell you a really a short and sad story for me is it was the summer of 1999. And I really, really liked this girl that I worked with at Laguna Beach. Her name was Michelle. Are you going to go with last names then? No, no. Should, should I not either? Uh, <laughs> a little late now. Well, uh, Sherry Stinker. No, that, was that her don't. name? Stacy Stinker. Stacy Stinker. Yeah. Guys, that's awful. <laughs> I were the bullies. It's, it's kind of what it sounded like, actually. Like So Michelle was my best friend in the summer of 99 when we were lifeguards at Laguna Beach. We hung out every day and after work, and it was great. And she'd always tell me about the boys she was dating and how mean they were to her. And I was her gay best friend, essentially. Wow, that's, that's so. This is used, where you're coming out. That's so getting used <laughs> in, out of context on Twitter. But because she would just tell me these stories, and I'd be like, "But, but what about me? But I'm a nice guy. You should date me." She's like, "Yeah, no nice guys like me." And then I'd sit there and I'd be like, mm, "Oh, okay, okay." And I never told her how I felt because this is I didn't making me sad. I didn't want to ruin the friendship. Why well, you gotta bring it down, man? I know I'm really sorry because it's the one that got away, mm-hmm. and it was this song that really reminds me of that. Oh, God, I love this song. Only in Dreams by Weezer. Mm-hmm. Came out in 1994, so this is five years before that. But we'd listen to this CD all of the time. And Kent. I mean, it's a blue CD, right? Kent, this was one that hurt me so bad to not put on my list. Oh, good, good. I'm glad I put it then. But I had it saved for next time in case we ever do a show again. Okay. Still but now it. I can't. You could. He, he took it. So the lyrics are only in dreams. We see what it means. Reach out our hands. Hold on to hers. But when we wake, it's all been erased. And so it seems, only in dreams. Can we would take this song and we would dedicate it to girls that we had a crush on but didn't approach. Because yeah. this was the, we called it the sacred song. Like yes. You, you'd say, oh yeah, play this. I'm going to, you know, this is for so-and-so. And me and my buddies would listen to no, it. No, she and I used to drive around like all the time and we'd listen to the CD. This song would come on and we'd be like, we would just be singing this at the top of our lungs, especially when it gets real crazy. Yes. And I'd be like, but I mean it. But I mean it. He's like looking at her. Only in dreams. <laughs> and she's like, cool, buddy. Thanks a lot. Pat you on the head. Aww. High five. Yeah. There, there's a longer story there, but that is the one that got oh, away. Man, Ken, that's good. And a great song. Man, I love that one. Yeah, well um, done. My one that got away is very much literally the song is about the one that got away. Okay. And it's also one of the sexiest songs of all time. She was running away, literally. Is that what that means? <laughs> oh my yes. gosh! That's the Joseph. This song is so awkward as soon as it starts. Oh man, this is—I've been singing this one for days. <laughs> <laughs> this one really is like, and when I wanted to put this um, in this category of the one that got away, the first thing I thought is, no, this song is too sexy. <laughs> but I had to keep it there because this whole song—if you listen to the lyrics—it really is painful. It's just like. Uh, I'm never gonna dance again. Guilty feet have got no rhythm. Though it's easy to pretend, I know you're not a fool. I should have known better than to cheat a friend and waste the chance that I've been given, so I'm never gonna dance the way I dance with you. Ooh. It's also a tie into a previous episode title, in case nobody got that before. Yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, someone got it. I, know, I saw that. Mm. Someone got it. Uh, but this was actually, this is weird because it was like my, George Michael's first solo, but it was still on Wham's album. Oh, really? So whether it's by George Michael, whether by Wham, just depends who you're talking to. 
But this one uh, reached number one in nearly 25 countries, selling about 6 million copies worldwide, 2 million of them in the United States. And this is one that just, it's painful. Like you listen to it and as much as it sounds, you know, the the music of it is very, that saxophone is just like, yeah. (laughs) But then you listen to the lyrics, you're like, ouch, that, that hurts. Yeah. Bravo. I'm up by the way. Bravo to Steve Gregory on the saxophone. Oh, is it Steve Gregory? Steve Gregory. Saxophone on that song. This was actually our our apartment song for a while in college, <laughs> for no other reason than we thought it was funny to sing together. So it was our theme I'm for a while. Gonna dance again. This one is an earworm. Yeah, like, oh, seriously, yeah. doesn't go away. Yeah. All right. Next category, fellas. Best love song of the nineties. Oh, the nineties. If we don't good, have the same song here, one. then we don't have the same song. You. That's true, but I feel like we should. I don't. I don't know. Whether we do, but I don't think you will. I'll go, but um, uh, just listen real carefully. Who won the last round? By the way, who won the last yeah. round? Was he hasn't scored a couple of. Them. I'd rather not to score because it's just been bad for me the whole time. When I'm not sure, I don't. I don't vote. Only in dreams or careless whisper. Careless whisper. What? Okay. All right. But uh, yeah, so listen carefully because it starts off quiet, but I think you'll get the emotion of the song. Ready? And Holy cow. Listen to that voice. I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston. November 3rd, 1992. And this this is a remake. The Dolly Parton edition originally. And her, her, her song has a very different feel. It's like kind of this vulnerable, I've been broken song. Whereas this one has almost like a defiant tone to it. It's just like, I don't know, it's yeah. so much more power to this one. And this one uh, was in The Bodyguard, which I think everyone... This one is The Bodyguard, essentially. Yeah, everyone yeah. bought the soundtrack... And then it was like, wow, that's the really the only good one there. Except for Queen of the Nile was pretty good, yeah, too. But, yeah. 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 Did you put that one, Kent? If you're ready for mine. Well, not, not quite yet. Okay. Because I just wanted to talk about how this one... Uh, so this one spent 14 weeks at the top of the U.S. Hot Billboard Hot 100, which was a record at the time. And this surpassed her previous record, which is Greatest Love of All. But this one actually, when she was creating it for uh, The Bodyguard, she was... Kevin Costner's the one who suggested that she should do this song. And he gave her the Linda Ronstant version. Which is a good version. I listened to that one as well. But Dolly Parton, when she found out about this, said, no, no, Delinda Ronson's version is missing a very important verse, the final verse. And so she gave that to Whitney Houston. And there were rumors that Wait, the two were... She had a secret verse? Just Dolly Parton No, no, did? Dolly Parton had a third verse. And I think... Oh, Linda in Ronson her actual song. Yeah, in her, okay. in her song. But uh, there were rumors going around that Dolly Parton was mad that Whitney Houston didn't give her enough credit. And then Whitney Houston was mad that Dolly Parton was trying to create credit for her song and she was getting royalties. But they both just like totally... Blew away those rumors and just like, no, we love each other. This well, it should have been great. Dolly Parton in the movie, really. Kevin Costner <laughs> Dolly, Dolly Parton. Parton. Oh, man. That would have been a very different movie. Been. <laughs> All right, Kent, go. That's a great song. but not It's one best. of the best songs of the 90s. But this one is the actual best song of the 90s. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I picked the same thing. Oh. Oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I just had to. Get, I somehow get, get, knew you win this round. <laughs> oh, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Thank you, Jake. Yeah. This is unfair. Yeah, he totally wins that one. Uh, but this one, I, I don't know. That song is so good and so powerful. You're right, and it's a powerful song, and it's actually about us. She's leaving him, but you know, she's saying, "I'll think of you every step of the way." There's bittersweet memories, and that's what I'm taking with me. Yeah, like this is once again, it's not a love ballad. It's like we have to separate at this point. Well, and just that that line. I love that line when she says, uh, "So goodbye, please don't cry." We both know I'm not what you need. Exactly. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. But then at the end, she says, uh, I hope life treats you kind, and I hope, uh, or I wish you joy and happiness, but of all, I wish you love. Yes. And I'm like, that's such a great, like, goodbye to someone. Yeah. 
Sorry, I'm still going on about I it. Know, right? you be it's it's about a great it. song. It's one of the best love songs ever made. Best of the 90s. All right, now let's hear the one that reminds you of your first girlfriend. Let me tell you about my first girlfriend. All right, right, let's hear it. We dated for four months. Her name was Brandy. Okay. Okay. It was senior. The singer? No. Oh, yeah, yeah. The boy is mine. I was, I was hers. Oh. Uh, it was uh, senior year. <laughs> my first girlfriend. And uh, don't laugh, Joel. That's okay. It's my first kiss <laughs> as well. Uh, Joel spilled all over himself. Wow. I was 17 Wait, years your, old. My first kiss was your first girlfriend your senior year of high school. Yes. Okay. I was girl crazy, but uh, nothing seemed to work out for me because I was scared to Remember, dance with them. Shy, and, wallflower guy. Yeah, and yeah. I would sweat yeah. a lot around Sweating. them. Sweating. And, and he was taller than them. No, well, yes, well, only I was later. This at this point, yeah. So Brandy, she I don't know if she really liked me all that much because, well, I was a senior in high school and all I wanted to do was hang out with my buddies, but still have a girlfriend. And she got really mad. Yeah, that never works. Yeah, she got really mad whenever I'd hang out with my friends and told me that it was either her or my friends. And so this Wait. song, what's that? I might know it. No, you won't know this one. It's a hipster song. Okay. What do you think it is? My Friends Over You by New Funk Glory. Oh, that's a good one. No, just the way you're talking about yeah. it. Yeah. So this song actually came out three years later, but it reminds me perfectly of her mentality. And it's, oh, I'll just play it. Let's hear it. You are my only girl, but you're not my girl. You are oh, yeah, yeah. I know this one. Do you? Yeah. It's by Hot Hot Heat. Yeah. came out in 2002. I've never heard this. This song is called Talk to Me, Wait, you're, Dance With Me. A song in 2002 reminds you of your girlfriend back in 97. That's what you're saying. It came out later. Because yeah. the categories reminds you of your first girlfriend. The song goes on for the whole, almost whole song saying, You are my only girl, but you're not my owner, girl. Oh. Yeah, and it's actually a great song. It's just fun to listen to. We're gonna, we have to put this one on a playlist because it's great, and it's kind of like this angry in-your-face sort of song as well. We did talk about creating a Spotify playlist with all these. So we'll see if we can do that. Yeah, but like the lyrics are like so perfect you paint it, yet so manipulated, so calm and so patient, yet oh so calculated, so safe and comforting. This doesn't feel like flirting. And then it kind of goes into you're my only girl, but not my owner girl. Hmm. So that was for you, Brandy. <laughs> oh, she's dedicating it out right now. <laughs> no, she's I've actually seen her you're since. Like, Please and come it's, back. it's fun to see her. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh no. It's funny because uh oh, this is getting too personal. But we didn't date for like a year and she saw my sister once at the store and she was like, yeah, I'll probably marry Kent. And it, wow. Yeah. And, and I'm like, what? We haven't dated for a year. Like, I'll wait for him on his mission. And I'm like, what? Uh, I got to go to Australia right now. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. All right, Joel. Yeah. Uh, my, and I'll see, I'm kind of the opposite of Kent here because I had a hard time determining what would be considered my first girlfriend. <laughs> Because Joel, don't rub it in. Like, I'm just so saying, many to choose I, from. I could have gone with Christy in the sixth grade. I could have gone with Melissa in the seventh grade. Well, you probably had ones parents. earlier too. Were what? your parents worried about you? Well, when I say Were girlfriend, their parents when I said girlfriend you. in sixth grade, it was like we'd, we'd see each other across the hall and be like, "Hi, hi, she's my girlfriend." <laughs> Did you? I got, I got her a day planner for Christmas. <laughs> oh, that's oh, the best thing I've ever heard. Franklin, it was my a Franklin mom, day planner. Mom's idea. Yes, that was the best part of the whole episode. She got her a day planner. And then, and well, oh, Melissa, man, Melissa and I in seventh grade, we saw each other once during an entire relationship because she lived, she moved away to Kaysville, <laughs> so far away from Layton. 12 minutes? Uh, maybe. maybe? Not yeah. even, yeah. 
We saw each other once during our quote unquote relationship. Sixth and seventh grade. This this was seventh grade. She moved away in in, in seventh grade. And we ended up dating. Oh, quote man. unquote. That was a very. But different... so I, I counted my first girlfriend as Katie, who I went to prom with. Did you have like girlfriends in your like first, second, third grade? Yeah, and stuff? well, I was kissing Ted Champion in first and second grade. But uh, let's not get into that. Kissing, Do you count those as your kissing kisses? Champion? No, no, no. I, well, well, okay. My my technical kisses. I told you they have to be has to be mutually agreed upon, not during a game or play, longer than three seconds. Then I'll count them on my official How many list. not mutually agreed upon kisses? I don't want to there. get into that right now. Jake has the stink face right now. <laughs> but uh, Katie and I did have a song, and it was this one. In your eyes. <laughs> yeah. This was a sixth grade one, you said? This is No, this is my ninth grade girlfriend. Ninth grade. Okay. Uh, I mean, tenth grade, kids. I was 16. <laughs> oh, yeah. Are you going to have your kids listen to this one? I don't know. Oh, that's funny, yeah. I don't know if I want my wife listening to this one. <laughs> um, but no, In Your Eyes, Peter Gabriel, we both loved the movie Sandy Thing. She loved Grease, uh, but I never really loved that much. She loved Dirty Dancing also. I didn't really love that one as much. Right. But this one, In Your Eyes by Peter Gabriel, which I've mentioned on the show before, when they wanted Peter Gabriel to do the music for it, they sent him the wrong movie. They sent him Wired, I believe it was. Oh, yeah. And uh, he... It was about, you know, a kid who overdoses, and he's like, I don't really like that. And they're like, oh, we sent you the wrong movie. He's wow. like, oh, okay, you can use the song now, because he watched the real movie. But him holding the boombox over that, I've actually recreated that. Wasn't the song Bloodshot Eyes for Wired? I don't know. Because, no. you know what I'm saying? But, uh, no, and I actually got to recreate this scene with a boombox and a trench coat during a Divine Comedy sketch, and it was one of the coolest things ever, because I had the music playing and everything. That's awesome. It, it gave me the chills to do it. But In Your Eyes, Peter Gabriel... Um, one, one of the best songs out there. And so I was very, I, I didn't want to say too much when you mentioned it. Yeah. Because man, I love that song. And it's, it's weird when you, when you, uh, you really, it's a beautiful song, but you don't hear the African influence until you watch him do it live. And then you realize that there's like chanting going on. Yeah. And it's got kind of a really yeah. African feel to it. I never picked up on that until I, I saw it live, but yeah, there you go. All right, Kent, you know what the next category is? I don't know. I do. I think. I think this is one Kent wanted in here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kent, Kent wanted a couple of these categories. I'm like, you, are you sure? <laughs> Kent, why don't you tell us what the next one is? <sighs> Ladies. <laughs> no, don't start out with that. That makes it worse. It's the uh, best makeout song. Oh. Yeah. Yep, that's it. I, so, uh, Joel didn't want this one in the show, and I said, come on. It'd be fun. It just seemed a little weird, but I went with it, and uh, here's what I came up with. All right, let's hear it. Ooh, Joel knows what he's doing over there. <laughs> we have to talk like this now. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Unchained Melody by the Righteous Brothers, released in 1965. And maybe, maybe it's because of Ghost, which I didn't, my parents didn't let me see that part, but you kind of knew. Have you seen it since? Uh, I've seen the Naked Gun version and it was much funnier. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Unchained Melody itself is just a really, really just smooth song. It really is. And with yeah. lyrics like, oh, my love, my darling, I've hungered for your touch a long, lonely time. I mean, it's got music. It's got lyrics. It's the yep. whole thing. But by the way, I found Let's out in my research, the Righteous Brothers, not even brothers, not related to each other. What at a lies. Bunch of frauds. I didn't know that until I did this research. Uh, I'm going to say they're not righteous anymore. No. <laughs> they're like the sinning friends. That, that infuriates me. But, uh, the Righteous actually, Brothers are now the sinning friends. Yes. So it's Bobby Hatfield <laughs> right. and Bill, Bill Medley of the Righteous Brothers. But this one was done solo by uh, Bobby Hatfield. And actually, they both wanted to do the song because they each got a solo song on their album. But they flipped a coin and they both wanted to do the song. But then Bobby Hatfield's the one that got this song. And uh, this one, was it's been featured in Naked Gun 2.5, like I said, uh, Glee, Family Guy, Community, Saturday Night Live, 2.5 Men, 30 Rock, and Wallace and Gromit's A Matter of Loaf and Death. Also, there, a, a version was used in Ghost, the musical. Oh, really? Yeah. There's no way you can think of pottery 
and not have this song play in your head. Ex- oh yeah. Like I, that's one thing on community that made me laugh so hard is they're like, if anyone reenacts the scene from ghost, oh, yeah. you will automatically fail the class. <laughs> that was, so that was great. That was like season one. Too. And I've heard from uh, people who do pottery potters. Let's call them that. That then actually potter makers, I think is what it is that it would not be romantic Pottermores. at all. Pottermores. Pottermores. It is Pottermore. Yeah. But they yeah. said it wouldn't yeah. be romantic at site. all because like the, the oil they use is just like really kind of gritty and like everything would just smell weird. And they said it just wouldn't be romantic to do pottery while making out. But this song, I'm going to try it. They're going to find a way. Kit is going to find a way. Put it in a kiln and he's turning on the righteous brothers. By the way, kids, the if sinning, you're listening, making out is holding hands for a really long time. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I, I chose this one and I, I'm not I'm going to say I don't really turn on music if I'm ever getting chicken sandwiches, to be honest with you. <laughs> that's, that's the term we're going with. Yeah. Spicy <laughs> chicken sandwiches. All right. Those there's, that listen to Rona will understand. There, there's a history. Yeah, there. But there is a song that is like the perfect like tone and vibe for kissing. Or holding hands. Joel, should we kids. guess? Should we well, guess? Well, here's the thing. So, I, I, I thought he was actually going to pick only in dreams, maybe for that one, because it has that whole instrumental yeah. moment at the end. But you actually probably won't know this song, but it came out in 1999. Hipster glasses. It's tender. This is why he never made out. I <laughs> no, no. I'm going to send you guys this song. It's tender by Blur. It came Blur, out in 1999, and it's an eight-minute song. Perfect time. <laughs> I said too much. And the, the lyrics are tender is the night lying by your side. Tender is the touch of someone that you love too much. So the lead singer of Blur, these guys remember were in our 90s playoffs. Yeah. It describes the lead singer's breakup with the lead singer of uh, Elastica, uh, Justine Frischman. So a breakup song is your make out song? Yeah, because it, it's a love song that he wrote to her even after they broke up because oh, okay. he just couldn't get over it. So when she heard, first heard the song, she she was like, embarrassed cried and then he called her and said like i'm really sorry i just had so much that i had to get out there that mm-hmm. i wrote that song for you please forgive me and so she yeah she finally forgave him i'll have but to listen to the full thing because that sample you played us so it starts off really slow and then kind of gets into it and it be, kind of becomes this almost choir near the end that's what you want when you're making out is a choir scene <laughs> hey just just hey, to make sure if you're, they're if they're into it right jacob, <laughs> jacob please tell me i win this round <laughs> yeah you win okay. no you'll hear the song and uh, yeah yeah the righteous okay. brother the sinning fans I mean, probably yeah, win. Yeah, the sinning, the sinning singmates. Oh, I forgot to mention. That was one thing I found out. That Unchained Melody, it's called Unchained. Like, I was like, what does that even mean? Yeah. Because they don't say it at all in the song. It's actually because it was from a movie, a, a forgotten movie, a prison movie called Unchained about a guy who was thinking about escaping hey. prison. And it was just a melody. And then they put the words to it and then sing it. So... There you go. So a guy needing some touch when well, he's breaking he, out of prison? He's thinking about going home to his, breaking out and going to his family, living on the run forever, or staying in jail and finishing out a sentence. Mm. So he's thinking about his wife. Right. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Keep anyway, it on. What was yours, Kent? It was Tender oh, by right. Blur. All right. You're going to like this song, I promise. <laughs> Joel's just, he wants to just remind you he won that round. That's I finally the won one. Round. <laughs> Jacob finally sided with me. Thank right. you for throwing we that one, We voted for Kent. the same song once and I won. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's the love song? That you just cannot stand. No, I, I, I uh, think this one is after the make out one, just to kind of kill the mood that Kent was trying to absolutely. set. Absolutely. I hate this song so much. And it was 10 weeks at number one. And I cannot stand this song. I think the first time I heard this song, I hated it. I'm excited to hear this. It, they won't be surprised to people that have ever heard me vent. And it's this. I thought, this is fairly recent. I thought we were going away. Yeah, that surprised me. I- 2013, because pop music is dead, 
and there's no good or original songs now that they just play crap like this on the radio all the time and everyone thinks it's the sweetest thing and I cannot handle it. Why? <laughs> Even turn it Why off can't? early. <laughs> what would I do with without your smart mouth drawing me in and kicking me out? What? You've got my head spinning. No kidding. I can't pin you down. What's going on in that beautiful mind? I'm on your magical mystery ride. I'm so dizzy. Don't know what hit me, but I'll be all right. He wrote this song to Chrissy Teigen. <laughs> and sorry, that was mean. That was a little mean. Yeah. I, I don't look. I love Chrissy Teigen. You do? I what? Can't, I can't remember who that is, but no. I'm sure it would. I, I don't kind of annoying. I don't think it's a good song. It's so darn repetitive that there's I just feel there's nothing to it. Just it's like whiny. It's it reminds me whiny. of the Flight of the Concords episode where he's like, I'm going to write a love song. And it's like, I would jump. I would I would climb every mountain. I'd swim every ocean. They're like, would you really do that? Well, no, I wouldn't really do that. That's this song. Hmm. It's all of me. Yeah. I love you with everything. This is the most romantic song ever written. You it's this, trying way too hard. Kent, you want to know what this song reminds me of? Hmm. Pizza Pie Cafe and it playing over the radio and you complaining about it. <laughs> <laughs> You're so right. Yeah. That's what I think of. I'm sorry I've complained about this for years. <laughs> now, I don't, I don't hate that one as much as you do, Kent. But I hope you hate mine as much as I do. Your body is oh, yeah. That's oh a my good gosh. choice. These are both so awful. Ugh. I forgot this, how much two, I hated that the one. The two Johns. I put these, so I had all these songs in a playlist that I was listening over to. And, uh, every time this Your Body's Wonderland by John Mayer came on, it got overplayed I would skip too. It. So overplayed. Just listen to these lyrics. One mile to every inch of your skin like porcelain, one pair of candy lips, and your bubblegum tongue. <laughs> <laughs> like this, this is just terrible. And, he, and Mayer stated that he wrote the song about his first girlfriend at age 14. This is just weird. Hold on. Your body is a wonderland. That's that doesn't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Does not compute. But this song, I don't know. It just maybe it was because he might have had a different fourteen-year-old experience than you. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely than me. Yeah. But it, it just feels like this song is like trying to be so. I don't know. It just seems so pretentious, and it's just very John Mayer. I should say is what I was trying to cut out. Here. I feel like John Mayer's it is good pretentious. Now, pretentious though, is a good word. But I hated him so much, much back then, especially because of this song. It yeah. felt like he was releasing like a new single like every yeah. other month. But also, like, it was one of those songs that I'm like, I don't feel comfortable listening to this right now. They're like, uh, hey, does anyone have any uh, parenting advice? Uh, fathers, be good to your daughters. Fathers, be good to your daughters. Uh, give us an idea for a bad theme park. Your body is a wonderland. <laughs> So yeah, this I could be a whole song. episode. I I'm think. done with that one. That was my shortest sample on here because yeah. I was like, I just got to get that song. <laughs> get it out of really short. I hate it with all of me, honestly. Oh gosh, that's a really tough one. Who wins that one? Uh, yeah, I think Joel wins again. Yeah, oh, yeah, good job, Joel. I got two. <laughs> that was close though. I really hate all of me too. Yes. Yeah, but I think I might have like PTSD from one to yeah. yeah. Okay. Song that defines your dating years. Now, I cannot wait to hear the differences between <laughs> you and I here because our dating experiences were radically different. I enjoyed dating. I had so much fun playing the game. And I didn't date. And I won the game amazingly too. Woo! Love you, wife. But uh, I feel like I'm talking about all You just other. lost the game. Oh, don't do it. No, I just lost the game. Mm-hmm. Um, now, this one defines my dating years. There was a couple different phases I could have gone through, and but I can't give honorable mentions. So I'm just going to go with my college years with this song. There we go. Great this choice. Yeah. Your song by Ewan McGregor uh, from the Moulin Rouge soundtrack. If you honestly thought we we're going to talk about love songs and Moulin Rouge was not going to be brought up, you don't know. By me. Joel. Um, <laughs> this one, I, I think the John, the Elton John version is is fine, but this one, with Ewan McGregor's voice and just that kind of 
youthful kind of sound to it. Like this, I don't know. I can't explain it other than he's just giddy about love. And that's how I was. I was kind of this lovesick, love crazy college kid, like dating a bunch and going around and, and kind of falling for a lot of different people. So you never stopped. From first grade all through college, <laughs> you never stop being girl crazy. Uh, no. Like, I don't blame you. I'm, I'm singular girl crazy now. But yeah, yes, it, precisely. I'm still crazy about her. So, uh, But this one, I feel like it's it, it's self-depreciating. Like, he stumbles over his words. He's like, anyway, the thing is what I really mean. Like, he kind of goes through it. But he's trying to get the words out because the emotions are just bursting. And he has to say these things. And that's how I was when I was dating in college. And I used to sing uh, this one at the top of my lungs in my car. Because I just felt like I was Christian. Like, I felt like that connection to him. And so this, to me, uh, this this love song of an innocent person who's just lo- in love with being in love is how I felt during my dating years. Well, Kent, you're on a good spot here because it's not necessarily teenage years. It's just dating years, yeah. right? So whenever... So I had to be true to myself because I've had... Joel, you seem like you've always been girl crazy. I've had different periods of whether I was just lonely mm-hmm. or girl crazy or right now, which um, I'm in a lot better spot than I used to be. Good. You know, many, many years ago. But I wanted to go with the the longer period of how I felt about girls. So and this I was, is like high school? Yeah, it was high school. Like okay. Growing up through junior high and high school, elementary, junior high and high school, I was my, if I was guilty of one of the seven sins, it was envy. Mm. Envy because I, I wanted every girl to date me. Not sloth. Not sloth, not not gluttony. I was like a beanpole. So envy, and this is why this is the song that is all about me in the dating years. What is this song? Did she go? No. Oh, is she really going out with him? Yeah. By Joe Jackson. This is old. Yeah, nineteen seventy nine. Yeah. It is such a fun song. Did you listen to this though during your dating years? Yeah. Actually, uh, Sugar Ray did a version of this, which is actually pretty solid. Yeah. But this song is actually, it's a ton of fun, but you know, some of the lyrics, I mean, like basically he's just seeing all these beautiful girls and it's like pretty women out walking with gorillas down my street for my gorillas. Yeah. Gorillas. Okay. That's what he's calling you. Yeah. And and the the whole thing is you, you dated every girl I wanted to Joel, apparently like Stacy stinker. (laughs) Sorry. She's a very nice young lady. She probably is. We're sure you're very nice, Stacy. But basically I would just be like. I'm a nice guy over here. I'm a little shy. You should date me. You should. Uh, I, I'm probably a good option. This is all inside your head, though. Yeah, I would yeah. never say that out loud. I just sweated every time I thought about it. So, is she really going out with him? It's my choice. That's a good choice. All right, next category is going to be, well, part one of two best breakup song for the breaker. For the person who's doing the breaking. Okay, yep. yeah. So, these two were also very difficult categories, but we have to start with this one. And I went with something a little more modern because I wanted to go classic because there are some really deep lyrics. But instead, I went for one that's kind of my M.O. when I break up with someone and I hate to say it. So this one is by The Shins. A terrible band. Have you guys heard this song? It's called Gone for Good. I don't think I have heard this one. It's great. Now, you haven't heard The Shins? No, I just said it's a terrible band name. It's really not. And they're actually a great band. No, the Shins, are, the Shins was my band. band's name in college. The Shins? <laughs> yeah, we got sued. <laughs> <laughs> you were The Chins, right? The, sh- the, the Chins. That's yeah, what, the the double Shins. That's, what, that's the new name. Oh. <laughs> so, this song came out in 2003. And so, some of the lyrics are, Untie me, I've said no vows. The train is getting way too loud. I've got to leave here, my girl. Get on with my lonely life. 
just leave, just leave the ring on the rail for the wheels to nullify. And so it's about basically this guy is breaking up with a girl and saying, don't hold out hope for me because I don't think I'm going to commit. And that's kind of my MO lately. You're a jerk. I'm a jerk. <laughs> but it's gone for good. It's no, basically I get that. I kick you in the shins. And what it is. This is from the point of view of the breaker anyway. Yeah, there's is, a lot of is. songs out there that are like. Hey, you know, like even the Whitney Houston one, like I still love you and I hope for I hope for love. And we all do. But this one is just like cut it off. And I, I never do that. But this one doesn't leave any room yeah. for the future at all. Mm-hmm. It's a great song. I'm, I'm glad that you mentioned the cutting off thing, because that actually dovetails nicely into my pick. <laughs> you chose this one? I did. And I'll tell you why. I've heard this song for years. I know, right? It was so, like everywhere uh, and then nowhere. Oh, yeah. yeah. So somebody I used to know by Gautier, uh, uh, 2011, which by the way, this is my newest one. I ranged from 65 to 2011, so I did my oldest. Oh, wow. Newest. This is the most recent song. This I is the most recent one I have on here. But it's because the first time I heard it, I was like, oh my gosh. Like, that's how I felt when I broke up. Specifically, there was there was a, a young lady, Stephanie, that I, I broke up with. And then Stephanie she... Stephanie Stinker? God. <laughs> She actually, I came home and uh, to my apartment and she had taken a bunch of stuff I've given her and it was in a bag on my bed <gasps> after we broke up. Mm. Oh, and I, I actually she was brought a it. Stinker. I, that's, Jake, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> so, but that, I nice. had to go back to her. I, well, I, I, I actually took it back to her and I'm like, what are you doing? Like, I gave you these. And she's like, no, you gave me these knowing you were going to break up with me. And I'm like, oh, no, I said, we're still friends. I still like you. I just don't think we're a good couple. This stuff is for you. And she ended up taking it back and we ended up mending and all that. But because you've never had a bad, you've always had a friendship after your relationships, right? Almost always. Yes. And I've, I was never really broken up with. I usually did the breaking. Yeah. And, but this what is a kind jerk. Of, <laughs> yeah. You but told me actually, he is. he's the antithesis what? of you now that uh, you and your wife, you both have never been broken up with. You've yes. only done the breaking. That's why you guys got married. Yes. Because neither one of you. We could. want to break the streak. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And so we got married. It's worked out great. But this one, just what he says, like, you didn't have to cut me off, make it like it never happened, that we were nothing. I don't need your love, but you treat me like a stranger and that feels so rough. You didn't have to stoop so low and have your friends collect your records and then change your number. I guess I don't need that. No, now you're just somebody that I used to know. And I think it's because it's I... It's good writing. Yeah, it's actually a very well-written song. And it does, by the way, it samples. You know how I feel about yeah, sampling. Yeah. It sampled a, a like an Italian song. But and this one just felt to me like, yeah, that's kind of how I feel. It's like... You don't have to cut me off. Like, just because we're not dating doesn't mean we can't still, you know, be friends. I still care about you, but maybe it's just I never had a really bad breakup. But yeah. Yeah. So that was me for the breaker. Yeah. Somebody I used to know. So can you do one for the breaky? Yes, I can. Because you win that round too, by the way, Joel. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Jacob. Just because yeah. you've never just, heard of the shins. Just because the, so. I've heard of the shins. I like the shins, actually. Mm-hmm. They're, they're a little sure. too whiny, but yeah. Yeah. Stop touching my shins when you say that. <laughs> His double shins. Um. So this one... I don't, I don't know if we're going to match Kent, but man, if this isn't the best breaky, the song that get, the one that's getting their heart broken song, I don't know what is. I think you were going to play this guy. Oh my gosh. Phil Collins. Take a look at me now. Against All Eyes by Phil Collins. We could have done this whole show of categories just by a single decade and limited it to oh, that absolutely. decade. Oh, like, wow. We're all over. Seriously. Because this song, he wrote this after his divorce with his wife, and he was feeling so much pain. And the whole point of the song is him saying, look, I know you'll never come back to me, but look at me. Give me a chance. But I know that's not going to happen. Like, he keeps having this hope. And just saying there, oh, it's so sad. Just right there when he says, and you coming back to me is against all odds, but it's it's a chance I've got to take. 
And this song is just powerful. Like you hear it and you hear the raw emotion. And in fact, he said this is the song that turned him from a musician into a lyricist. Hmm. Because before this, he was, you know, the drummer for Genesis. Yeah. But this kind of pushed him into that. I can write music. I can write Did lyrics. Did Studio come out after this? Because I'm pretty <laughs> sure the lyrics were not important. <laughs> well, and this one's funny because it actually it won the Grammy Award for Best Pop Vocal. But then at the Academy Awards, they didn't let Phil Collins sing the song. Instead, they played the song and had a dancer give kind of a lip sync version of it while she danced around. Why? I don't know. But it, it didn't win the Academy Award, though. That I was just to, think it's short, bald dudes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that uh, Collins lost the uh, Academy Award to the Stevie Wonder song I just called to say I love you, which also well, beat uh, Ghostbusters yeah, and yeah. Footloose. But I, I think that Against All Odds is the ultimate. My heart is aching because you just broke up with me. It's just that very opening line when he says, how can you just walk away from me? Like just that line is like, oh, you poor man. So I'm going to break the rules here just once, if I may. Please. Depends which rule you're breaking. The honorable mention rule. Because I had one song chosen, and it was a Bob Dylan song. Because Bob Dylan, with his breakup songs, it's poetry. And there's I a, miss you. Yeah, his voice isn't great, <laughs> but he has a song called If You See Her Say Hello. And it is this beautiful song about an, a relationship that ended and this guy that just longs for someone, and it's poetry. And then I thought, man, it would be really nice to be that deep, but I'm not. <laughs> and so I went with a song that came out in 2013. And it's by the Arctic Monkeys, and it's called Do I Want to Know. Oh, yeah, I love this song. So I need to read some of the lyrics, because I've been reading this. I don't know if I know this one. I played this one for you. I don't know if I do. This is a great song. It's a great song, and it's actually a little bit heavier. It doesn't exactly sound like a a love song, but it's... But you're the breaky at this point. You can be angry. The breaky. So this song, it's still poetry, but it's a little bit more brash. It's a little bit more angry. Because it says, I dreamt about you nearly every night this week. How many secrets can you keep? And then this is the part. Because there's this tune I found that makes me think of you somehow when I play it on repeat until I fall asleep. And maybe I'm too busy being yours to fall for somebody new. And I'm like, oh, man, yeah. this person cannot get over this. Yeah. And it's just it's fantastic. It's a, it's a modern song. It actually made me love the Arctic Monkeys and go back through their discography because it's such a great song and album. It's probably their best. <laughs> you think it's their best song? song? Yeah. Yeah, it might be, honestly. Yeah. Now I got to listen to it. You really do. And it's it's actually a fun song too it's it's a, it's a to, it's a real toe tapper joel okay. i turn, I turn it's this a toe tapper for the yeah. brokenhearted indeed bacon sale <laughs> <laughs> this is bacon sale all right next round is going to be the best love song of the 2000s i really struggled here i it struggle in every category apparently mm-hmm. but there is another song i want to choose i'm saving it for the next show because this song makes me feel it's from 2006 is and it robbie williams joel please don't hate me Oh, this is the one from Once. Yeah, Falling Slowly from the Once soundtrack. Once? Yeah, Once. One of the most dumb movies ever. I don't even remember this. It's actually a beautiful movie about love, and it's a really simple kind of love. It's boring. It's a movie that was written, honestly, based on these songs. And the soundtrack is amazing. Soundtrack's good. The lyrics of this one is, and this one won the Academy Award for Best Song in 2006. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't it know beat you. beat out like three songs yeah. from Enchanted. <laughs> it's like, yeah, right. Enchanted had like three in there. They still didn't win. I was this like, is a, ah. Yeah, I know. I don't know you, but I want to. All the more for that. Words fall through me and always fool me and I can't react. And games that never amount to more than they've, they're meant will play themselves out. And so Marketa, Marketa Erglova said this song. She's the, the female that sings on this song. This song is written from a perspective of hope and hope at the end of the day connects us all, no matter how different we are. Because the, the movie is kind of downhearted. It's boring. 
it's kind of there's some sadness with love but it's all about hope and, and there is hope in this movie i think it's a great movie and it's a great song it. and the best song of the 2000s joel what did you think of the movie i fell asleep <laughs> and you know then what? I, I got up the next morning i'm like i don't care to finish that I love when people that like don't finish movies can give full opinions. Yeah, because you, know, you get to a point. You can give us two thirds an opinion. Joel. I'll tell you what. When I get through like a burrito and it tastes terrible, I got to finish the whole thing to know it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> you should. Uh, a, there is some just delicious carnitas at the end of that burrito. Oh, there's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's not. All right. So, um, All right, yeah, my one from the 2000s, Kent. You may know. <laughs> <laughs> This is the it's most the boring same movie. song. <laughs> Jake's, no. Jake's looking at I us like, what is that song? this song. Like, this <laughs> song is one of the reasons I watched the movie, and I was so disappointed in the movie, because this song, like, listen, here's, I'll give some lyrics. I don't feel like yeah. I've even heard this song. So, here's, here's, really? my, here's some of my favorite yeah. lyrics. You have suffered enough and warred with yourself. It's time that you won. And I'm just like, oh, that's oh, great. I love that. But just their harmonies and the way they sing together, I, I loved this song. And You guys like colluding just to, like, trick me with no, some song that's never like, been heard of? There you go, Kent. I actually, I, if I was going to go first, I was going to go like, I'm going to both very love and very hate happy. On yes. And he was going to be disappointed because he'd be like, what the heck? You didn't even like the movie. And yeah. I didn't. And I think the first time I actually heard the song was on the Academy Awards. And I was like, I love that song. And so then I was like, I got to see the movie. There have been a ton of remakes. All great. It's just a great song. Yeah. Jake, but, I think we're going to educate you more than anyone here. But yeah, once, or falling slowly, I can't pronounce her name, from the soundtrack once. Uh, great song. Well, I'm usually pretty up it's on like, Glenn Hansard good music, and Marquetta. so it so there you go. All right. Next up is uh, the love song that doesn't sound like a love song. I'm on it. Joel's on it. I think. Nice. Yeah. Because you have no idea what they're saying. <laughs> but the song is Fell in Love with a Girl by the White Stripes. And I remember the first time I heard it, I'm like, jam that's along. Right. Like, White yeah, Stripes. that's great. Yeah. But then I didn't realize it's really quite mushy. And the music video is awesome. It's by Michelle Gondry, who's just this visionary director. And it's all done with Legos. And it's really fun to watch. But this song is, you know, this is one that if you played it in like your room really loud back in the day, your parents would be like, turn off that racket. Absolutely. It's a love song, mom. Turn it off. But, You're too uh, girl crazy, Joel. <laughs> but I feel like, like just that line, fell in love with a girl. I fell in love at once and almost completely. And it's not entirely super romantic. Like he talks about how it, it's really about kind of falling in love with a girl who has a boyfriend and yeah. Okay. But it's, it's not entirely romantic, but in the sense that you don't really, just from the tone of it, you don't think it's a love song, but really underneath it is. Oh, that's kind of sweet. Mine is, you know, it's, it's a great song. You'll know it in about oh, three seconds. Oh, Heroes. Heroes. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is David Bowie. A great, great song. So you didn't go with the, uh, you didn't go with the uh, cover version? You didn't go with the Wallflowers no. version? Yeah. No, I mean, you can, but this is the one and only, really. Heroes by David Bowie, 1977. This is the song. I mean, there's a lot of significance to this song, because honestly, most of the song is about the Berlin Wall. And there was a man and woman from, the, from East Berlin and West Berlin that would meet and and talk and they knew that their love was not meant to be that's what it's about yeah huh. did you not know that no yeah and so the lyrics are i i will be king and you you will be queen though nothing will drive them away we can be heroes just for one day that's from we can be us just for one day they, yeah they sampled that in the elephant love medley in the okay too. but it's it is a beautiful song and it just sounds like this kind of like chill rock song and, but it's actually like it's a it's a love letter almost. It's it's a love story the entire thing, even though you know you didn't know about the Berlin Wall. But mm. it's 
There's I'm, I'm a, a music ton of guy. significance. So it's just that guitar. Yeah, exactly. I love that guitar and heroes. Yeah, and it's David Bowie and David Bowie songs like Bowie's a lot of them, in space. A lot of them may be about love, but you never really know it. Yeah, because they're just a bit strange. Yeah, but that is one of his most chill songs, but just beautiful. Guys, can I jump in on one? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm, kind of, I'm starting to have some envy here because I love music and I love lyrics. And uh, so for for the one that's... Which category are you going to jump in on? This one? Know, this one. This one. Yeah. Um, it's sort of a love song. This is this is a, a Counting Crows song, right? It's uh, A Murder of One. Um, murder of One? Yeah. Um, uh, one. Jake, you don't need to confess uh, <laughs> anything here. This is a title of a song, Kent. <laughs> So, yeah, Murder of Run. So the setup here is that there's a guy who loves a girl. She's in a different relationship. And the song is Murder One or is that the album? The song. Okay. Yeah. It's the it's the concluding song on uh, August and everything after. Okay. So uh, she's in a relationship, but she's super miserable. And he's trying to talk her out of it, right? He's like, you don't have to stay here. So here's some lyrics, right? Well, are you happy where you're sleeping? Does he keep you safe and warm? Does he tell you when you're sorry? Does he tell you when you're wrong? Well, I've been watching you for hours. Creepy. It's been years since we were born. We were perfect when we started. I've been wondering where we've gone. Then he goes, all your life is such a shame, shame, shame. And it goes on. All your love is just a dream. And this is your love song that doesn't sound like a love song. Yeah, right? Exactly. Is it because of the lyrics or is it because of the sound? The sound as well. Yeah, it's kind of a combination, actually. Well, I dreamt I saw you walking up a hillside in the snow, casting shadows on the winter sky as you stood there counting crows. That's um, where the name came from. What? It is actually, yeah. This, and is, this is the only time they ever used that. Roll credits. <laughs> roll credits. So here's here's uh, here's the lines, right? He says, "But there's a bird that nests inside you, sleeping underneath your skin. Yeah, when you open up your wings to speak, I wish you'd let me in." That's creepy. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that kind of weird though? Yeah, it's, but, it's weird. but yeah, like. No, these, but it's a sweet song, you say. Well, it's kind of uh, it's it's just it's just a little bit. Well, here's here's what I love about the song is that he's begging her to to be something better. He's begging her to change. He's like, no, you do not have to be stuck here in this terrible, terrible place. Plus, I'm not sure she should go running to him because he's a little bit weird. Yeah. Right. But I think that like she's he, currently not happy, but may not be happy with him. Either. Yeah. 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 But it's so it's uh, yeah, it's kind of matches hmm. the. I'll have to look that one up. Uh, Jake, can I ask you a question? It's actually our next category. All right. Do you and your wife have a love song together? Or just a song. Or just a song. It could be just like, you know, heavy metal or something. (laughs) It might be. It could could be, you know, Amish music. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Uh, Amish Pantera band. A cover band. Yeah. (laughs) Amish Pantera cover band. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's good stuff. Uh, It's like Hume Pantera. You know, we kind of do. We kind of do. It's it. There's two songs, basically. There's one we learned, she taught me how to waltz to uh, when we were engaged, and that's Tuesday's Gone by Leonard Skinner. Mm-hmm. Okay, and the other one is uh, Gilbert O'Sullivan. It's just this British guy, and he sings uh, at the very mention of your name, something like that. Already forgotten. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> Let the record show that Jake. <laughs> yeah, no, that's it. That's it. That is it. I there you go. So yeah, it's actually a really beautiful song. This guy Gilbert Sullivan. If you want a hipster pick, Kent, uh, this British guy actually writes really great stuff. It's, it's Why catchy, you but out? emotional. You, yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> funny. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so yeah, we kind of have those two. But uh, Tuesday's gone. I always think of. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So Joel, what about you? Me and my wife do have a song. We picked it together, and it's this one. So this is The Luckiest by Ben Folds. Oh, yeah. Uh, actually released September 11th, 2001. Wow. So right on 9-11. But this song, like just the beginning when he says, I don't get many things right the first time. In fact, I'm told that a lot. Now I know all the wrong turns and stumbles have brought and, and falls have brought me here. Uh, now, 
there are some weirder parts to this song too. Like it talks about at one point he says, what if I've been born 50 years before you? And then if you rode by your bike, would I know that we were soulmates kind of thing? And then at one point he talks about an older man and an older woman who were, uh, old man dies in his nineties and then a wife stayed for a couple days and she passed away in her nineties. Yeah. It's the notebook. Kind of. And my, my wife's funny cause she wouldn't let me put this song in our wedding video. Really? Cause she said the lyrics were too weird. But, she, but it's just a beautiful... Me- oh, because she's lyrics. She's a lyrics she's person. She's a lyrics person. A beautiful melody. Oh, it's beautiful. The piano's just beautiful in it. But what she let me do in the end was uh, take the bookend instrumental parts and put those into our wedding video. So our song is there. And uh, this... Also, I, I wanted to mention this. When I proposed to my wife, I gave her a CD and it had this song on it. But it also had a bunch of other songs that from old girlfriends uh-huh. <laughs> and I told her and I told her when I gave it to her I said I'm giving these songs to you now they are no longer their songs they're your songs so it's kind of the symbolic gesture of giving her these songs but this one is the leader yeah, of the back sweet. one in there and um, yeah there you go the luckiest uh, Joel yeah uh, um, I have something to say yeah um, the luckiest was also my song when I was married oh <laughs> so this is not a foretelling so I'm just saying am I luck- doomed <laughs> we don't. We don't it, was on, it was released on September 11th, and it was your song, Kent. I'm we, not trying to panic here, but I'm panicking a little bit. We don't have to say you're doomed, but maybe the title, The Luckiest, may not be the most accurate title ever. <laughs> so, this was your song with your ex wife? It, it was. In, in fact, it was funny because uh, we chose this song, and, it, and I think it was like I was getting married, and my brother's like, you know, he always makes fun of me, like all the time. And uh, he goes, so you guys have a song? And I was like, yeah, yeah, we do. And I was like, it's kind of embarrassing to talk about. And he goes, let me guess, The Luckiest by Ben Folds. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm like, how did you know? Because I thought he's clairvoyant. And he's like, that's everyone's song. There's, and I was like, but why? It has the weirdest lyrics ever. It's definitely kind of that timeline of people. Because I knew some other people who yeah. know and love that song and, and have it as theirs. Because Ben Folds, he has some great love songs. And that one is like the, this quintessential love the song. The piano music is so good. It's so good. The, the beginning and end piano music, especially. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, maybe it's not the luckiest song <laughs> to have, Joel. So maybe we should be rethinking. Maybe move on. Should we move on? Yeah, we should move on. Let's move on. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> it's your song. <laughs> okay, next category is going to be best. I hate love. Ken, song. Why don't you go with this one? You seem to be on a roll here. <laughs> I'm on a roll. So the mine is from 2003, and oh, I hate everything about you. Neither of you are going to know it. And this mine one is, is from 2003. Is it really? Yes. You won't know. It won't be yours though. So this is kind of a hipster one. This one only hit number seven in the UK. And actually, it's more angry about a relationship than it is happy about being single. But it's it's more about getting out of a relationship and like love can do terrible things. And it's by my favorite band. Travis? Three Travis. Days, three Days Grace is your favorite band? Stop it. This song is called Reoffender by Travis. Um, the lyrics are, because you say you love me and then you do it again. You say your sorries and then you do it again. And it's all about keeping up appearances and it's a bad relationship. In fact, it's it was based on a relationship about domestic violence. And, but really, it could be anything. It could be about any lies in a relationship. And it's all about, I need to get out because this will just keep happening. And so this is like, it, honestly, the song isn't like, it doesn't sound super negative. It doesn't really bring you down because it's a beautiful song. But the, the message itself is like, I can't be here because you'll do it again. But right. it's a great, great song. Reoffender by Travis. I'll have to look that one up. Check it out. Yeah, I've missed that one. I even like Travis, so. Yeah. 
All right, Joel. Uh, mine, uh, kind of along the same lines, Kent. Also mine, 2003. Mine's 2003. But mine's about just the way you get torn up from being in love and, and okay. the horribleness that comes from being in love uh, when things don't go your way. <laughs> okay. And uh, Good qualifier. This song. I know the first one. one I don't know. This is... Uh, I know the band, though. Saliva is the band. Yeah, yeah. Is it Saliva? Saliva. And this is huh. called Rest in Pieces. Oh, And the wait, whole yeah. point is... Sounds really cool. positive. Yeah, it's, well, it's just like, <laughs> would you find it in your heart to make this go away and let me rest in pieces, is what Whoa. they're saying. And at, like the, just the first lyric there, he says, uh, at the first part, he says, look at me, my depth perception must be off again, because this hurts deeper than I thought it did. Ooh. And I was like, that's awesome. This uh, only peaked at 93 on the Hot Billboard, but in college, we used to play this after every breakup, like in the apartment. <laughs> so a guy would come home and be like, oh, guys. And we'd be like, get a song, get a song. We really would be you, like. Would you go on a drive? No, we, no, we'd, we'd just play it on our computers. And so we'd be like, come on, let's go in the room, let's do it. Oh, because we always went on a drive and we're like, yeah, she's the worst. I hate her so much for you. But it got to the point where we'd mm-hmm. play this song and we would sing along with it at the top of our lungs to get over it. Like, I be like kind would of love to be a fly on your wall in any of your college apartments. It was so much fun. <laughs> All You and your buddies singing at the top of your and lungs. And this whole thing. And, and Not I actually, when the girls are over? This song, I was so... Meant. I was so kind of enamored with the emotions of this song and how terrible it can be to be in love at times. I wrote a music video for this song and it was all about like at the beginning, you see this kind of kid running through the rain and he's distraught. You don't know why. And it's kind of this, I don't know, memento thing where it's going backwards and forwards at the same time. Okay. And it's really simple, but in the story you find out that he wants to go to a party and his girlfriend doesn't want to go. And so he goes by himself and then he sees her there with another guy and then he runs away in the rain crying. And so I had it all. Oh, he's always crying. Yeah, he's always crying. But saliva rest in pieces. It hardly means anything anymore, really. It helps you kind of realize, yeah, you know, just leave me alone. I want to be by, I want to be single. I want to be happy. Because he sounds really happy. Mm-hmm. Resting in me pieces. Rest in pieces. <laughs> Look, I can't, I can't not do this since the one, the first one I thought of was was from 2003 as well. <laughs> really? Yeah, it was. So I'm gonna play it. Man, 2003 apparently was I hate love. Yeah, that was a negative year. For all of us. Oh, Jacob's gonna play a clip. I know this one. Oh. I hate <laughs> everything about you. That one? Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's it. Who's it by? Three Days Grace. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this one is full on. This I mean, is, I it hate, is, there's yeah. no subtlety to this yeah. one. No, but then he just say, but why do ugly I love kid you? Joe, we yeah. had a, I hate everything about you song like that. I, I had a yeah. big old smile on my face the first time I heard this. I was like, oh, this song is weird. This song's weird. Oh, this is funny. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's like almost refreshing to hear something that's it's a so good pick. different. Yeah. yeah, in 2003. All right, next song. Joel's favorite category for sure. <laughs> the sexiest song. So let's get the mood back in here. So we? you're saying the makeout one wasn't good, but the sexiest one is maybe make out sounds awkward here we go <laughs> kisses is it you or is it me it's, it's me best, it's, it's me hey, you should have called it the best kisses hey joel <laughs> jacob joel it's all you <laughs> jacob i think you're gonna be very happy with this pick let me make eye contact to you as i play this okay let's not <laughs> oh yes <laughs> jacob and i just he made me a little nervous <laughs> because he was he was raising his eyebrows a lot at me but uh no. It is the sexiest song. It's so true. It is. 
Okay, and I've argued that Careless Whisper is the sexiest song because of the saxophone, but lyrics-wise... Mm-hmm. Lyrics-wise, yeah. This, and this one even is about heartbreak. Like when it's like, I don't want to fall in love, that girl's only going to break your heart. and that eerie feeling, right? It's very ethereal. And this one didn't actually yeah. become a hit until it was in David Lynch's films Wild at Heart. And then it hit the charts. But just the, some of the lyrics here. I never dreamed that I'd love somebody like you, and I'd never dreamed that I'd lose somebody like you. Oh, wait, does like the listener you. know why this is a celebration? Did we even did we tell oh, them? Oh, we should clarify. This was on our uh, One Hit Wonders. Yes. A, a bracket that we had of the 90s. And I it, fought desperately to keep it in this bracket. And it didn't make just it Just for the, the video round. alone. No, the song. <laughs> the song is awesome. Uh-huh. Sure. Uh, yeah, and Chris Isaac, really, he didn't have much no. beyond this, of course. That's why he had him on the One yeah. Hit Wonder bracket. Let, let's be honest. That song inspired this show altogether. Oh, it's true. That's yeah. true. It's oh, it because, did, yeah. It's we, because I kept fighting for it. And you're like, look, no, uh, Jacob, it'll go really good. Jake like, wouldn't stop the, talking. He's like, guys, can we, can we talk about Chris Isaac? That song was so sexy. <laughs> he's like, guys, guys, the, sure music, video, the music video. We're like, calm down, Jacob. I don't even remember the music video, actually. What? Yeah, I just, I remember it was super scandalous. And it was Joel, like, is there anything you'd like to, nope. would you like to tell nope. us what it was about? Nope. We're good. <laughs> I, think I think they were on a beach or something. That's pretty much it's all a I black Oh, you white. don't remember it's it? A, please. I really, I really it's a don't. scandalous black and white video. Very scandalous for the time. <laughs> Didn't you say you were uh, eating breakfast the other day and your kids were in the room oh. and car- <laughs> this song no, came said, on? I sent you a Marco Polo yeah. and it was playing in the background. I'm like, nothing weird here. Just eating <laughs> breakfast with my kids and Wicked Game is playing in the background <laughs> on the Echo. I was dying. Hey, Kent, what did you pick? Oh, it doesn't matter because Joel won. Joel, <laughs> Joel did win, but Joel is missing out a crucial period because there were artists like Otis Redding, like Marvin Gaye. Otis Redding? And the following guy. And the following guy. <laughs> no, listen. Al Green. Together. 1972. See, Joel knows it. Yeah. There we go. I. I'm not going to go the whole time. Do it. I. And dreaming so of a wife with you. So it's Christmas. I'm so in love with you. Whatever you want to do is all right with me because you make me feel so brand new. And I want to spend Don't life. Don't make eye you. contact. Don't make eye contact <laughs> when he's reading this. I'm looking down. Jake. So this song, I mean, just it's such like this cool, even keel pace. So this is the song you turn on when you're trying to set the mood? Uh, I'm going to leave it there. (laughs) (laughs) And you're like, I think, welcome to the club. Al Green, like this time period of just these artists, they just, they just had it. They just, there was like a run of them. They just oozed SEX appeal. (laughs) And so we can spell it out. Yeah, you can spell it out just so the kids don't know what it is. And that song, I I think Al Green is so talented and honestly, really underrated uh, as far as those other artists go. Um, this song was in 2010 was added to the Library of Congress for being culturally, historically, and aesthetically significant. Ooh. Oh yeah, well my song was on Friends when Ross and Rachel kissed. So. <laughs> <laughs> well Joel done. wins in well the planetarium. <laughs> uh, I know that episode. All right, next match. The one where Ross and Rachel kissed. That's probably what it's called. Probably yeah, so. guys, we're on round 20. Let's go. Wow. Or category 20, whatever. Best love duet. Okay, I'll speed this one along because I struggle with this, but I don't want to get into it because I'll just be so sad about my honorable mentions. It's from 1976. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't if I tried. What a random choice. I know, but I love it. I'm, I'm jazzed. That's a good song, yeah. <laughs> Why this one? Why this one over other ones? Okay. 
I feel like that was an argument. <laughs> it was. We'll shut you down with singing, Jacob. No, I had so many other choices here, but I kept listening to all of them, and I was like, oh, that's a beautiful song. That's a beautiful song. And I'm like, there's no song that I'd rather sing with someone else. Like on a karaoke thing? Yeah. Even if it's Joel. Someone that I really care about, even if it's Joel, Bacon don't go break in my heart. So this one, karaoke night. We're going to make it happen. Elton John and Kiki D, 1976. Kiki D. And um, this one is, and nobody told us, nobody showed us, and now it's up to us, babe. I think we can make it. So don't under, misunderstand me. You put the light in my life. You put sparks to, my, to the flame. I've got my your heart in my sights. And basically... I'm sure if they read those lyrics straight... Yes, exactly. It was beautiful if I read yeah, it right. I'm, I'm sure. Maybe Joel should read them. I honestly think... Oh, Joel. Uh, <laughs> I'm good. I, <laughs> I love this song. Like I think it's so much fun. And this one is like was really popular back then and then like 35 years later became really popular became a, like a, a huge hit yeah fun facts about this one Elton John later performed this with Miss Piggy yep. on the Muppet show that's why I know it is that a, is that a fun fact <laughs> yeah it is a fun fact it's fun it's a fun song but I love this song this one is just once again a real toe tapper now mine I chose it because not because I liked it at the time because honestly at the time uh it's from a movie and there were two other songs on the soundtrack I like a lot more than this one. So it wasn't until maybe five, six years ago, I got reintroduced to this song and I felt the raw emotional power that this song truly was. Oh, this is Almost Paradise by Mike Reno and M. Wilson from the Footloose soundtrack. And, you could have uh, chosen anything else, Joel. No, man, I'm telling you. This makes me kind of cringe with like teenage angst. Yeah. Things. I don't know yeah. why, but this song, when I heard it, I was just like, whoa. Why not Meatloaf? Mm, I, I never understood that song. It's like, I'll do anything for love, but I won't do that. Do what? But Wait, it's do a, what? It's a, it's a duet. You do love by Dashboard. It's duet. It's a, it's a, it's a duet. Love duet. Oh, yeah. But she, they have that kind of part where the woman sings along in Meatloaf. Really? Yeah. When she's like, yeah, that's true. Will you raise me up? Will you let me down? <laughs> Remember her? He, I think that was Meatloaf singing falsetto. He does yeah. like Meatloaf. Uh, but not, uh, just listen to this, for example. For example. Uh, and all these dreams I save for a rainy day, they're finally coming true. You know I'll show them all with you because now we hold the future in our hands. And it's uh, it's Mike Reno from Loverboy and then uh, Ann Wilson from Heart. And this one really, like they had Footloose on the Footloose soundtrack and they had Let's Hear It for the Boy, which I like more. But this one... I don't know. Like out of all the duets out there, that this was the first all one. All the came duets. Out. I know. Out of all the like, duets. even mine, I was like, this isn't the best one, but it's my favorite. There's, there's there are some amazing duets out there. I know, and I'm, that's is the this thing. your favorite? This this is up there. Like if, I picked it for this category, and I kind of went, I'm locking it in because I kept bouncing around. I went, I'm locking it in because there are some Lionel Richie fans out there that are screaming right now. There are some Aaron Neville fans, some Aaron Neville ones that are screaming. Yeah, Kenny Kenny Rogers fans. Oh, don't even get me because that one was changed just the other day. Yeah, so there's been a couple bouncing on this category, but I landed on this one, and I'm satisfied with that. So I'm going with that. Ooh, we went with our hearts, and I think we were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> You'll find out later. The next one is hipster love song. So Ken can actually just skip this one since he's done this yeah, one he's so done many this times. Show. Yeah. All, and I struggled with, I struggled with this one so much. Every song I'd pick, it was like, oh, that was a number one hit. And I'm like, dang it. And then I chose another one. I'm like, okay, this one didn't hit very high in the charts. My wife's like, those lyrics are terrible. And I'm like, well, I can't use that one now. I love how she's calling <laughs> me on this. She's like, have you actually listened to the lyrics? <laughs> yeah, no, listen to the music. So in the end, I went with one that actually did. It made it to number uh, five, I think, on the rock charts. But number three on the peaked at number three on the U.S. Billboard Modern Rock charts. But then I asked Ken if he'd heard of this band, and he said no. So I'm going with this one. This sounds familiar. Actually. 
Valerie Loves Me by Material Issue, February 5th, 1991. My sister showed me this one. She, my sister was a big influence on my musical taste, actually. And I remember she showed me this one, and I just thought it was great. Because he's singing about this girl he's kind of, you know, falling for. But every now and then he just screams out, Valerie loves me. And to me, it just felt like that elation that you get when you fall in love with someone and realize they like you too. And you just want to scream, they love me. And so this song, it's a, it's a faster song. It's kind of a head bopper. You can even headbang to that part. But it, it just really made me think of the how you, when you can't contain the excitement because you're so in love with someone. And this was a big cult favorite on alternative rock and college radio stations. But I felt like it was hipster enough. I bought the album. I bought the album because of this song. Anything else good or just this song? There's like two or three tracks that are actually pretty good. Okay. And almost all of them are about love. But uh, And I thought they were British like for some reason. But I just found out they were American doing this research, which blew my mind. But Material Issue, Valerie Loves Me, I think it's a great song. Good it, pick. It's not going to set the mood, but it's just yep. about the joy of love. Okay. I will listen to it. I'm okay. excited. Mine is another new one. It's from 2013. And this guy hit top 10 in the UK. And Jake, you'll know this song. Joel, I don't know if you will. Tom O'Dell. Blue October. Tom O'Dell. Blue October. <laughs> Sounds like October. He's got so. lots of uh, radio play, though, hasn't he? Not here. Really? He gets a lot of YouTube play, but not a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of YouTube play, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But so Tom O'Dell with Another Love. This came out in 2013. And the lyrics are, and I'd sing a song that'd be just ours, but I sang them all to another heart. And I want to cry. I want to learn to love. But all my tears have been used up. And so, this, like I said, another love. That's He's, the hook. All my tears have been used up. He, it's the refrain in the song. It's really it's, good. It's such an impacting who's, song. Who's it by again? Tom O'Dell. Tom O'Dell. The whole this album's is, great. Oh, it's amazing. He has two albums, and they're both fantastic. Yeah. This huh. one is one I, I sing in the shower really loud. Alexa, turn up Tom O'Dell. Yeah. Alexa, volume. Oh, don't say that out loud. She'll say what? Oh, no. She's going to do it again. <laughs> but this song is kind of like, hey, you know what? I've I've cried before. I spent a lot of effort on what I had before, and I want to make something work. But guess what? I used it all up on another love. And it is such a good song. I like that. Everyone go listen to this. Um, I will warn some of those people. I'll pull. I'll play Greg here from Greg's Guide. There is a one with the um, F word in it. So there's also a clean version that you so can find as well. if you're at work well. or if your name's Joel Hilton. <laughs> if you, yeah. If you, if you Thanks, have any Greg. kids, you're at work. So on the, I always appreciate the, on the playlist warnings. we create, we'll put the clean version there. But and it is an amazing to Greg's song. Guide to music, listen to that too. Absolutely. Great podcast. Guys, guys can I can I play again? Sure. Absolutely. So this one came to mind because this is from I, I don't know when it came out, maybe mid late nineties. Uh, Fleming and John. It's called uh, Love Songs. Fleming and John. I don't even know that one. Yeah, no, I'm, I heard this. And I was like, oh, I love this song. It was it only played on the radio like a couple of times, and then and then for years I searched for it because it would, it would be in my head even years later. And it wasn't until like the internet became kind of like legit that I was able to find it. Mm -hmm. anyway. When did that happen in Missouri? <laughs> oh, I was I was in Idaho at that point. Okay. Honestly, yeah, <laughs> big time <laughs> went from Get Missouri this. to Idaho. In Idaho. Fast cars and internet. Sing me a song I like that voice. Any words. Isn't that so pretty? Yeah, it is. I'll pretend you wrote it just for me. I like this. Paint me a picture with images blurred, so I can see what. So I heard this song and I was like, oh, I love this instantly. And then. I want to see you and me happy together singing love songs. And I was like, I like man, that. this song is just gorgeous. Yeah, it's a nice song. And it just She's disappeared. Got a great voice. Doesn't she, though? Yeah. yeah. So I think we just all found a new love. Uh, Jacob, I think you won this round. Yay, I win. <laughs> <laughs> You're yeah. just kissing up. 
<laughs> he must have won the, the next love one. song podcast. But thank you, Internet, for bringing that back into my life. I never yeah, would have found it otherwise. Send me that one. We'll put it on the Bake It Still Spotify right, playlist. Yeah. Okay, so next one is uh, best movie love song. All right, I'm going to take this one. And no, I know it's not Titanic, okay? No. I know that Joel has the same pick, because if he doesn't, he's wrong. <laughs> we'll see. You're wrong if you don't have this one. Okay. You ready? Sure. Huh? Ah, yes, Brian Adams. Brian freaking Adams. Is that his middle name? He is Canadian. It, it is. That's what's on his uh, tombstone. In the it's future. Brian freaking Brian freaking Adams. That's eh? my pick too. Is <laughs> it, it is, really? It's really my pick. High five. <laughs> so you're not wrong at all. No. We're both right. Everything I do, I do for you. Like uh, that's what Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves was. Even though they they kind of they kind of played it in the movie. Like they had kind of this little musical interlude yeah, when they're saying goodbye, indeed. but then they played in the end credits. But everything I do, I do it for you. So good. Yeah. Just, just. And that actually, uh, Christy, the sixth grade girlfriend, this was the song that was our song. Oh, was it? It's funny because Brian Adams needed to be on this list because he was kind of the soundtrack guy. Like he did every, uh, have you ever really, 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 really ever loved a woman? Yeah. But then he wrote songs and like, the power. I want to be your underwear. What? Yeah. That's actually probably That's being taken up. out of context. It does. <laughs> <laughs> But it really is. Brian Adams wrote this song and like just the raspy voice. Yeah. And then like the music, the piano behind it. It's beautiful. So 15 million copies worldwide. It's his best selling song, of course. It won a Grammy uh, for best best song written specifically for a motion picture or television. It was nominated for Academy Award, but it lost. Do you want to what? Beauty and the Beast. Oh, OK. Tale as old as Which time. <laughs> song as old as rhyme. <laughs> Tale. And Robin Hood, uh, Robin Hood was actually one of the one of the first, if not the first, movies I ever bought on my own. Did you know what? I love that movie. Robin it's Hood? really good. It I love really Robin good. Hood, Prince of Thieves. It is a great movie. That was one of my favorite movies it's, as a kid. But the thing is, it really is campy. Like just the whole premise of Kevin Costner. You don't know that when you're a kid, though. I know. No. And Alan Rickman is awesome. No, in the movie. he's excellent. In fact, he's creepy. Yeah, there's yeah. dark stuff in that movie. Yes, there is. <laughs> Much darker than I, than I Yeah, well, yeah. I went back but, and watched it as an adult, and I was like, oh, really? Gosh, oh, gosh. But the innocence of I watched children. this when I was yeah. 12. This yeah. shouldn't be comedy, but it is. Uh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, that, that movie literally, like, I got home, and I was like, I'm building a bow and arrow right now. Oh, seriously. <laughs> like, and I thought, in my mind, I thought, oh, yeah, if you rip the feathers off the back of these, they'll shoot in two different directions perfectly. Yeah, I tried that, too. Mm, tried that, work. too. You know, it's yeah. funny. I said, I yeah. want to grow a mullet right now, <laughs> just to be like Robin of Loxley. That's why that's Robin of Loxley. Son of a devil's worshiper. All right. Next one. Last one, actually. Last one. The last sad. one. Oh, man. That is sad. This has been a really fun, like, I, like there's so back. many more categories. Can you categories. guys feel the love tonight? So many more categories we could have done. Ah. Yeah. Is that your pick? No, it's not my pick. All right. I want to hear your pick. My pick first? Yeah. For what? I haven't even right. said what it is. Oh. <laughs> Final category. We Final know category. what it is. Easiest love song you cannot help. It's but our love. It's our guilty pleasure. This is song. the guilty pleasure. Yep. Since you guys enjoyed that so so much last time, we figure we'll just let you know. And Kent, Jacob, you guys are gonna hate this, but I don't care. You like this one? Because I'm gonna sing it loud and proud. It's all of me. No. This Joel, is your guilty pleasure. Don't. Yes. Oh, I'm sing so it, mad Celine. at you. I sing it, Celine. This counts. 
They cannot see your hand motions, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> he's guys. He's he's he's, he's lip syncing. Lip syncing, <laughs> and he's doing spirit fingers or jazz Come hands. Come on! Now, when you were bashing on this earlier, it was everything I I could do to not defend this song, and it's everything I can do not to puke now when it's playing again. Right. And, and the 1997 Academy Award for Best Original Song, the 1999 Grammy song. winner for Record of the Year, Song of the Year, Best Female Pop Vocal Performance, and Best not Song specifically written for a motion picture or television. Yeah. Why don't you? Why don't you play the live version too? No, <laughs> but this song, I don't know what it is about it because, yes, it was overplayed, yep. so overplayed. And yes, it is sappy, but there is a power to this song that gets me every time. It's Canada. It's Canada? <laughs> yeah. The power of the Canada. The power of Canada, exactly. That's a lot we, of power there. We just did two Canadian artists in a row I just did. Yeah. Huh. But uh, yeah, so I don't deny it. I think my heart will you go on. You love a good that song. song. It's on one of my uh, Joyce favorites compilations tapes, and I'm not just ashamed. And you of that. don't skip it. No. Wow. I will listen to it. Wow. wow. Well, it's. Uh, I don't know. I feel like my stomach's turned a little bit. But yeah, me too. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. okay. <laughs> That's what this is about. That is. So That's true. Once again, I want to tell about one of my honorable mentions because you're not supposed to. Please. Rule breaker. Okay. Everyone should know that there is. Oh, man. I'm just going to give a clue. One of my normal mentions, there's a great music video and um, there's a creepy teacher and a blind girl. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> but <laughs> Yeah, don't say it because I'm saving that one. <laughs> I chose I chose that one up until about four hours ago. And Come then on, I'm Jacob. like, you know, this is when we Jacob, started recording. Come on, Jacob. Hello. You know that one. Come on. Yeah. Is that the song you're looking for? Huh? Okay. 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 <laughs> I got it. I got it. From but we're Charles. not doing honorable mentions. <laughs> I just. Yeah. But the cheese, like literally cheesiest song I could find that is a love song. That you still like. That I love. Okay. Like I sing this one. I don't know why, but I've sung it throughout my life. It's from 1972. Is it Heart? I hope it's Heart. And it's this artist's first solo no, before. number one hit. Are you ready? Yeah. Michael Jackson? We both found what we were looking for. Oh, what is this? With a friend to call my own. Is it Michael Jackson? I'll never be alone. And you must sing sing his range. You've got a friend in me. You've got a friend in me. Jake. This song is Michael Jackson singing to a rat named Ben. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that helps. <laughs> this, I, I the, like, Jackson 5, right? This is Michael Jackson. This is solo. This is his first number one hit. But he, solo did he branch out from the Jackson 5 to do that song? Uh, it was right after this. They still did a little disco stuff, huh. but then he started going on from there. I think he did five more years with the Jackson 5, but because he was still very young at this point. Do you know what's horrifying, though? Yes. Is what you just played. No, That's it's horrifying. horrifying. But here's the thing. So, Jake, let me tell you what this movie's about, and it will be even worse. Oh. There's a movie called Ben, and it's about an army of killer rats. <laughs> okay? Okay. And Ben is one of the rats. Wait, is this the... Is and this, it's about a, a, is a like relationship. A it's about a relationship between this this uh, kid. Uh, it's No, it's Willard and Ben. And it's a love song about a movie with killer rats. Like, it's a 1970s, like, almost monster movie. And they actually, in two, in the mid-2000s, they made a movie called Willard with Crispin Glover, which is like a remake. And Willard is the creepy guy that, that's what owns I was the of. army of rats. So that, wait, that, that one's a remake with, with the Willard? Yeah, it's, it's a Crispin remake. Oh, yeah. Okay. But it's a, it's a love song from Michael Jackson to his rat, 
with homicidal tendencies. So wait, so you're describing it afterwards like it's like an ironic choice, right? But you no, like it's cheese. I love this song. Okay, because I always think like <laughs> cheese. If I have any friend meaning Ben, they're going to be sung to, and it's going to be Ben. The two of us need look no more. We both found what we were looking for. <laughs> wow. In falsetto. Well. That is Jacob, one way to end it. Jacob, do you want to, I was going to say, do you want to admit a cheesy song, cheesy love song that you love? Oh, no. Uh, I mean, nothing comes to mind. Gosh, no. I mean, I wish I could choose something just to uh, get that taste out of my mouth a little Jake, bit. But. the two of us need look no more. So my good. heart will go on. <laughs> There's been a minimal amount of singing in this episode, well, and it's let, disappointing. Let the music do a lot Yeah, of the scene. music yeah. does it. Music handles it. Yeah. Yeah. No, sorry. I don't have one. But if we were to play this again, guys, I think I would want to contribute. Please do. Yeah, yeah. you should. Because yeah. I was going to say, you probably got some good choices there and different choices. Yeah. Too, if people want to hear it. We didn't overlap as much as I thought we were. I was right. worried there first. Because I had I had several times where I was like, oh, I have one for this. Oh, well, yeah. we're going to let it go. But let us know on Facebook. Let us know on Twitter what your favorite romantic songs are. Play along with the categories if you want we enjoy that but give us new category suggestions yeah new category suggestions we'll add those to maybe if we do another show maybe next year maybe or whenever the mood strikes us or when the mood strikes but if you want to find me if you want to find me you can find me at 786 joel on twitter or you can find me performing at quickwits they perform every saturday night at the midville performing arts center for more details go to qwcomedy.com or go to the quickwits facebook page if you want to ask me to dance, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at kenny 3 D. And if you want to read my movie reviews, it's showtimeshowdown.com. And if you want to find me, you can find me on Twitter uh, at Jacob A. Rogers. Go find Bacon Sale on Twitter at Bacon Sale. Uh, follow us there. It's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, find us on Facebook. Uh, you know, uh, give us a rating on iTunes. We like those reviews. We do. And we even check them out. Show us some love on iTunes. Yeah, those are good. Please. So until next time, listener, you know it's true. <laughs> Everything we do, do, oh, we, we, do, we, we do, do it for you. Said you'd be coming back this way again, baby. Right. Baby, 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 oh, baby. I love you. The love doctor. Ooh, I'm pregnant. Oh, that would be a dark day. My <laughs> countenance would be so dark. After I know. That. I can't wait. I like the dark night. Come at me, bro. <laughs> yeah. You know us, right? Can you get love your love, baby? Yeah. That's what we call a tease. And when I was feeling like sweaty <laughs> in junior high, and I'm touching a girl. Harmonize? We do now. Chew and cookies, chew and chew and chew and cookies, chew and cookies, chew and chew and chew and cookies, chew and cookies, donuts tonight. Chew munch and donuts, munch and munch and munch and donuts, munch and donuts, munch and munch and munch and donuts. Well, I'm already sweating. I might as well do the electric slide. I think these guys weren't very talented. I'm going to go to the prom with or without you. Oh, no. And I was like, dude, that was bad. I was listening to all that pets music. You were? For fun? Like, no date. You go with your buddies and you fool around. I had girl buddies. (laughs) I'd spin the lady around, then I'd spin around, and I'd like, we'd rub butts. And I'd be like, (laughs) that'd be the little jokey thing. I'm like, ha That's the cheek to cheek? Yeah, I'd be like, cheek to cheek. And they'd laugh every time. Family friendly joke. And then all of a sudden I'd be like, 
I'd get like yeah, all into it, all romantic. Yeah. And then the girl like, ha ha ha, and I'm like, yeah, I'm sweating. I love you too, and you're like, I said olive juice. I said olive juice. <laughs> and plus, I never said let's rub butt cheeks. <laughs> oh, I never, I never said it. Mother, it was like, please put on that red dress again. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> That's just weird. Do we high five still? Yeah. I thought you just finger Okay. <laughs> well, we do all. We do all those. We're gonna come up with some sort of fusion for that. We're gonna be rubbing butt cheeks here in a second. Everything's funny on Megan's side. But I mean it. But I mean he's, it! He's like looking at her. Only in dreams! <laughs> hi, hi. She's my girlfriend. I'm gonna say they're not righteous anymore. No. They're like the sinning friends. <laughs> that that infuriating. <laughs> That's what you want when you're making out, is a choir scene. I love Chrissy Teigen. You do? What? I can't, I can't remember who that is, but no. I'm sure it would. I don't that, know. I don't know. Does not compute. I don't feel comfortable listening to this right now. Man, it would be really nice to be that deep, but I'm not. It's a toe tapper for the yep. brokenhearted. Indeed. Make it so. Turn off that racket! Absolutely. It's a love song, Mom! Turn it off! But it was, on, it was released on September 11th and it was your song, Kendo. I'm <laughs> not trying to panic here, but I'm panicking a little bit. Oh, he's always crying. Yeah, he's always crying. Just he made me a little nervous <laughs> because he was he was raising his eyebrows a lot at me, but... They just good. oozed SEX appeal. Ooh. Oh yeah, well my song was on Friends when Ross and Rachel kissed. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> I feel like that was an argument. We'll shut you down with singing, Jacob. We went with our hearts, and I think we were wrong. Big time. <laughs> from yeah, Missouri to Idaho. Idaho. Fast cars and internets. Power. I want to be your underwear. I love you. Oh, man, this show's got weird. <laughs>